1: Uh <laughs> I don't know. What? Just get that microphone up to the
2: chipper choppers. <laughs> no chip chip <laughs> chipper choppers. Lumos. Hello friends, welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio, I'm your host Ezra, aka Bill, also known as your friendly tech wizard, former captain of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team, the flannel wizard, yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, aka Fleur.
1: Hiya, es ist so wunderbar, dass ihr da seid. Welcome back to our little Shell Cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth, come on in. Mm. this is the ninth episode of shell cottage radio in which we will finally start our reread of harry potter and the philosopher's stone with chapter one the boy Mm. who Mm. lived let's go i'm oh. sorry i had ha- i just had to play this because
2: was i not supposed to sing over the music i'm sorry Oh no no
0: no because no. <laughs> it, it makes me fine, so no. happy
1: i know we're so guys we're so excited and um i just had to play the song because the nostalgia is real mm-hmm. this is the book where it all started and you know yeah. we were yeah. i mean at least i was you were too when we were kids when we first saw the movie first read the books oh, yeah. and i i am just so 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 excited to talk about it and talk you know now that we know the whole story and even more about the universe i just am so ready okay you're ready yes you're and guys, i Lottie's ready in case i you didn't know. yeah i'm beyond excited okay <laughs> are you ready sweetie
2: I, I am ready, and I've been thinking, you know, wow, sounds like the trucks outside are ready too.
1: Some soundscapes for we're free. are going to get that.
2: It's hot. It's still <laughs> hot here, and the windows are open, and so we've got all that going. Um, no, I, I am excited because, you know, I, I was thinking about when am I going to do my next, like, this was like months ago. I was like, when are we going to just read through all of it again, get familiar with it and all that kind of stuff. I need to read ahead. So it's really nice to now have a dedicated time where we're going to sit down and go chapter by chapter and, and read through the series, which is great it just, it just feels really good. So
1: uh, and I calculated it. So I think there's 17 chapters. Okay. Um and in this book, in the first book, and uh if we we might have one week where we ha- uh, kind of need to take off um a week or something we'll, we'll see a, how yeah, that we're goes. Not sure yet. Yeah. but uh if we keep doing it every week i think we'll be done by around october which oh, is cool, cool because that gives you the you know like halloween thanksgiving yeah. winter christmas feels already mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. A, it's just what this is like that's why i played christmas at hogwarts because this is this cozy feeling that this book I know. just yeah. yeah,
2: people kind of argue that it is that it's that fall going into Christmas like vibe, you know. Yes, and it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah, which I I don't I don't disagree. I think it's you know, yeah. For I sure. mean, you
1: can read it all year long, but still it um... yeah,
2: it's good, it's great. So hey, that's what we're that's what we're doing. We're we're in, we're locked in, we're ready to go. Uh, before we do all of that though, let's 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 talk about a couple of things. Yes, I have a couple of things I want to share. All right, and I'm pulling out my pocket, <clears throat> pulling out my phone, and I will be posting this on Fleur and Bill i want you guys to go take a look this is just over on our social media it'll be on our story uh i might i might make it a full post so you guys can go check it out if you find it later that we have a soap upstairs in our bathroom right here you see that sweet <laughs> okay that's our soap this is uh soft soap okay and maybe there's some bad ingredients in it and i don't know i i don't want to you know i know some people are really like into all the soaps and they know what's up all I know is this bad boy smells so good. It's like an antibacterial, clean. And, uh, it sounds like I'm doing an ad for this yeah. soap. <laughs> no, wow. I'm. I'm not though. Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get to a point here, but it, it's. Uh, it's just called Cool Splash. That's what it's called. It's the. It's the. the I guess like the scent or whatever yeah. is Cool Splash, and. As we talk about, like in, in our cozy little you know Potter podcast or whatever, we've got sounds, we got some apples, we get some cinnamon, we got you know the creaking door, we got all, the, all all this stuff. I wanted to kind of in people's minds, this I right before the show, I went up there, I'm washing my hands, getting ready, you know, coming downstairs. This soap we only bought this a couple of days ago, and we've had different types of soap in the house. Um, this is the best by far. I will go back and get this over and over again. To me, I know, like Lottie says, it just smells like soap to her, mm-hmm. right? Just like a clean smell.
1: I think because we're so used to like having like a pineapple, cherry, I don't know, right. smell. And yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm yeah. sniffing my hands right now. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> so, thank God you guys can't see me. But okay, this is, it's different though. I'm actually going to show you when we get to my dad's house later, like the, um, there's a shaving cream. That's, like, called, okay. like, I think cool, cool Splash. And it has, mm-hmm. like, sort of a, um, a certain type of smell or fragrant, fra- fragrance. Fragrance? Fragrance? <laughs>
1: are you copying me? Uh,
2: maybe a little bit. No, but so when we were kids, though, we would, like, <laughs> dad would, you know, he would shave, he'd trim up and everything. And, and, and we would, like, he smelled so good. When you go to the barbershop and you get that clean kind of like they use all the stuff on you whatever, and it smells so good. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you guys right now, I don't know what it is about this soap, but I dare anybody to go out there and like if it's if it's in your area, you can find it. We got it at what, Kroger, I think, or or Walmart?
1: I think so, yeah. One
2: Just, of the two, Kroger oh. or Walmart. And I'll post a picture of it, but literally <laughs> it smells so good that it gives me a happy, fresh feel i can't explain it i honest to god <laughs> cannot explain it That's no so other cute. soap has done this for me and even oh, even our, even our good wow. even our good friends like lane and sarah down um in, in amanda oh
1: shout my out god to our podcast. their house smells so, smells so good. good
2: so Ugh. good and it's great and I, I i love it and i enjoy good smells and sounds and, and all the ambience and everything right <laughs> but literally i normally don't get into the smell aspect of stuff i'm sort of like all right whatever you know it smells good sure moving on <laughs> this guy's Blew me away. This guy's been blowing me That's away for the last so couple of days. Funny. I know. <laughs> I know it's kinda of ridiculous, but I just wanted to share because it's uh it's such a you would not think this had a good smell. Yeah, when you see the when you see the packaging, you're like, all yeah. right, it's just a normal gel yeah. kind of soap. So Yes ma'am.
1: I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think Vernon Dursley has a certain soap um? that petunia likes to smell
2: oh uh, probably but i unfortunately <laughs> didn't want to pair this soap with like vernon Dursley. i'm sorry but he probably gets a clean he's he's got a mustache you know it's, it's yeah. interesting right my dad remember we saw those those photos I of my know, dad and his mustache
0: <laughs> <that's> so <laughs> so, so
2: crazy yeah. i just think about you know just one day popping over and like trimming it up and just having mm-hmm. only a mustache Lottie would probably lose her mind though uh, uh, i think i would yeah i can't do that i can't do it uh but yeah he used to have just a mustache and and uh, you know, and, and now he's, he's he's cut that off or whatever. And mm-hmm. but I don't know. It, there's something about uh, the shaving cream and like the, that's a particular smell. And I don't know what the ingredient is in in there. But if you guys get this and you know, like, let me know. I don't know if you're into soaps or if you have a good soap we should try. Let us know because yes. oh, I am yeah. down. I don't know. You know, when you go to the bathroom and you wash your hands and it's just normal soap, and you're like, all right, whatever. But like, if there's something extra to it, oh, you just yeah. feel like you're. <laughs>
1: Actually, royalty. I, I mean, you like, no, I love going to other people's houses, and if they have a, like a good smelling soap, I love Thomas I, and Emily. I their love bathroom. that. I know. it's you know? just a highlight for me.
2: It's so weird because like uh, my friend, uh, my, my buddy Tom and his his wife Emily, we went to we went to their house and they had some fragrance like scent in yes. the bathroom or whatever. Which you, you know, we all understand, but I was like, man, I could just camp out in here for a little while. You know, like this is great. I know. It's, it's like creating a whole experience. I so, know. anyway, just thought that was kind of funny. Uh, moving on next, I got a couple points I want to get to before we dive into some of our news and yeah. our quote quiz and all that kind of stuff. Last night I had a dream. I had the most, that, like, this, this. You hear that train? Yeah. Do you hear that train? Yeah. We never hear trains around here. I told you, you, you see the railroad tracks and you're always like, does a train ever run on that? I know. Not really. Now, this. No, so never I never see one. Yeah, that's actually kind of Come wild. On. There it goes. Doing some, some hauling. Uh, anyways, the dream was so. The World Cup, by the way, is coming up, I think, this fall, mm-hmm. right?
1: Soccer, soccer
2: World Cup. Yeah, and I, I, I'm excited for it. I can't wait for all the things to happen. I've got multiple teams now to root for. I've got to root for Germany, <laughs> all this stuff, right? Of course. And get a jersey, the whole nine yards. <laughs> but uh, in my dream last night, I don't know what it was. I was the dirtiest I'd ever been in my life, and I had these tattoos on my feet, like on the tops of my feet, going, going up the ankles, and on one foot was the 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 flag of Scotland, and on the other was Germany. It was the most bizarre thing. I I know what it comes down to is the things that I like in life and things that yeah. I love, and, and all that kind of stuff, and and you are just precious go and get to me. I don't want to get me. a tattoo. I don't, tattoo. <laughs> thing, I don't think you want me to get a tattoo. It's like I I I've just never gotten one. It's a, yeah. You get to a certain age where you're sort of like, oh, I've never had one. And I don't know that I really <laughs> yeah. want to start now. I've, yeah. I've gotten so used to just who I am. It's just, yeah. I love seeing them on people though. I yeah. actually really it's cool. Not in a weird way. Like I don't want to like eat like guys, girls, whatever it is. I was watching somebody the other night who had literally a whole sleeve of Star Wars characters, and it was wow. amazing. It was flat out some it of was the coolest good art. Yeah, yeah, that's, real cool yeah. artwork. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's actually fantastic. So, anyway, um, it was weird. You know, Lottie actually had the uh, I don't know, it was so dirty from something, and you were like. Not mad, but you were like, kind of like e- easing me into, you need a bath. You were kind of like, you need, to, you need to actually clean up and you're trying to be gentle about it. And then I had like never ending, like all these different socks on. And I just looked over here to the, to, to the side where we, where we record, mm-hmm. I have a pile of socks that have accumulated over. Have you noticed this pile of socks that's sitting right here next to me? Are, yeah.
1: you, are you asking me if I've noticed your I know. Of course I have. It's crazy. They somehow end up in the laundry uh, somehow. Uh, Who yeah. knows? Like
2: yeah. We
1: yeah. probably have a <laughs> we have, probably have a little house elf around here. Oh it's my. So nice. Sorry, sorry.
2: <laughs> somehow the
1: house elf also like changes the toilet paper. <laughs> It's so great.
2: I don't know how these things are getting done around here. <laughs> Sorry about that. But I mean, okay, clearly you've noticed. But I was thinking or the connection to my dream was that maybe it's the pile of socks that you have been letting. I have been letting. I think you're doing this on purpose to me, which is good. You're, you're showing. You're teaching me. Like, why is there a <laughs> massive pile of socks accumulating next to my desk? Because I have a habit of just taking them off when I record or work or whatever, you know? And, and then the last night, I dreamed. I was taking off these different socks. To, to get to the tattoos, I probably had seven pairs of socks on. Wow. And it was like representative, <laughs> right? One of the horcruxes we're going to be talking about later on. Okay. It's
1: so interesting. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah. even when you told me this morning about your dream, it reminded me so, so bad of, I don't know how many books in uh, the Narnia, Chronicles of Narnia you've read, but in one of the books, yeah. uh, what's his name? Um, well, I read two by the way okay no so then you don't know that story but that little boy he i think he's a cousin of uh like lucy and and uh, edmund's cousin i forget his name oh my goodness Um, Okay. anyway he they go on a journey they go back to narnia they go on a you know on a big like ship boat whatever they sail around i don't want to spoil anything for you but Uh he he's kind of Nah, they don't oh Eustace Eustace his name is Eustace Mm. they don't really like him him. he's a little you know odd he's a little I think he's in the movie not super nice so what happens is he goes uh, like on one of the islands he goes on his own little journey okay and he uh, there's this whole backstory he becomes a dragon he turns into a dragon wow and before he I think it's before or after he does he goes he sees this bath. Okay. And he goes in and like I don't know if it's the probably yeah after when like a bathtub or like a big Yeah, like a big pool. bath pool. Um yeah. you know, we don't really know who put it there. He just goes okay. in and he cleans everything off like okay. and there's like layers and layers he didn't even know about what? um of
2: clothing or something or just yeah like yeah grime? of
1: like skin or whatever
2: grime. wow and all and because he became a dragon
1: i think so I, yeah, it's, yeah it's okay you're, it's you're just, just going off your right right, right. Yeah, um but it's just something that what, like really rem- reminded me of that so yeah. I don't know if you guys, uh, if well, any one of you have read um, that it's like Yeah, okay, oh, actually
2: yeah. Really, that's actually a good point. So are pe- there are these dreams that happen where people have um, similar dreams. Yeah. You know, we all have like the naked dream, right? Where you're mm-hmm. in school and you're like, okay, I don't, I'm not wearing pants. What the oh, heck's yeah. <laughs> or you're late to something or you're you're trying to get something you're trying to get through those anxiety mm-hmm. dreams but i wonder if somebody's ever had like the dreams where you're just cleaning something off of either yourself or mm-hmm. something and there's just layer yeah. after layer that's after layer. happened I, it, because that's what this was last night mm-hmm. i was oh, i was like jeezy cow every time i i was in I, I i didn't realize and this could be something somebody who interprets dreams out there is into this again we're talking harry potter witchcraft wizardry all sorts right. of stuff right so i know there is an aspect to this i love going to little conventions and and stuff where they have those booths where they can read your future and they can, like, tell you stuff and everything. It's yeah. just kind of cool, you know? So, but, yeah, I feel like there's something to those dreams, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And that's
1: what happened to him. He kind of got rid of his layers. Um, uh, you know, yeah. like his... Anger like anger or like whatever it is. yeah, they're like it's, symbolic for something yes, else, right? Yes. it's
2: it's they, they they represent something and you're yeah. you're kind of cleansing yourself or whatever. so yeah,
1: so maybe you're cleansing. Maybe
2: you. I went through a great <laughs> cleansing last night, guys. I have no idea because I feel great, but the thing is like Lottie, we've gone on four weeks now of something creeping up in the summertime. Uh, uh, uh sickness or whatever yeah. she's drinking her vitamin she's I got know. her hall reliefs over there she's, she's i don't know like i don't trooper. know if i can
1: hear it yeah it <laughs> it just goes on and on and on but i'm actually really really grateful that it's only like a little you know sore throat mm-hmm. and you know no you gotta blow your nose and all that stuff but i feel good like yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. don't have headaches, I don't have like fever or anything. So
2: Yeah, you weren't pulling on me laying there in bed like uh the road was ending. My God, what's wrong with me? I gotta toughen up. Um so anyways, yeah, this has been kind of a lingering thing. Uh, but yeah. um we still we had a yummy breakfast.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes.
2: Had pancakes, guys. We we wanna share that with you because you need more pancakes in your life. All right. Uh whether they're gluten free mm-hmm. or whether they're uh, you know different type of flour, whatever it takes you know you need to you need to, oh we posted that too that looks beautiful lani <laughs> always throws um berries so she always throws like blueberries or bananas or mm-hmm. something on hers you know me i'm just covering mine in cinnamon and syrup and butter you know so <laughs> i mean that's awesome it. too yeah but no i actually Love like it. the mix uh, i actually like it so it's cool uh still so got some apples out here some uh, some cinnamon we went and got some duncan went on a nice walk this morning so that was all good yes One last thing I want to share with you guys. I know it's kind of like, Ez, what are you doing here? We're we're, we're starting this. If anybody else is a Star Wars fan, come talk to me because the Kenobi episode, Lottie watched all of it with me we're going to talk about it on Hyperspace Hangout and, and everything at some point, but uh, it it was fantastic. If anybody else watched it, we're just we happen to be recording this de- the day after the Kenobi uh, finale, and it's just phenomenal. So if you're normally if you're a fan of of uh, Harry Potter or whatever, you, you might have a couple different fandoms that you're into or whatever. And if, if not, it's okay. I apologize, but I just wanted to mention it because I love it, and I want you guys to know that as is a huge Star Wars fan. And,
1: oh, I mean, God. he cried. He cried. He cried at the end. Uh so Almost. good.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I was yeah, I was emotional. I mean, they, there's parts where whenever they say like "May the Force be with you," yeah, and it's said in this way of like we're not really gonna see you, they're saved mm-hmm. for really good moments. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, yeah, it was just good. It was good. So, uh, all right, so I've talked long enough. Sorry about that, sweetie. How you doing? Okay? How you doing? How you feeling? You feeling okay? I know you got like some cough cough. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I stuff.
1: got okay, I got my halls <laughs> and like you said, and my vitamins actually like vitamin C. Like I feel I don't know if it's placebo or not but I've been drinking yeah. for the last 3 4 days every day and I every day I feel a little bit better so right. I just feel like Get I'm, your I'm supporting my body and uh fighting this off but mm-hmm. I, like I said I f- I feel fine I feel good I this walk this morning was awesome we saw some people on the bikes so that always makes me happy when I see just people on the bike trail in the morning and just you know mm-hmm. like either some even go to work some just go on a long bike ride right. in the morning and actually The moment when you go, like, you know, we were in bed, we woke up, and it's like, oh, what do you want to do? And there's always this choice, this little moment where it's like, oh, we could just stay in bed and have a slow morning, Uh not do anything. Yeah. And then, but we were committed to at least, you know, get up and get a little, some kind of workout, either gym or go for a walk or go for a bike ride. Right. Every morning in the summer, we wanted to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, let's just get up and, and instead of going to the gym because we're again still like fighting some sickness and yeah.
2: and I didn't sleep last night because of the Kenobi finale <laughs> I know <laughs> or two nights ago
1: yeah and so we decided to go on a walk and it just it was so good i
2: it's so good yeah that, I wow.
1: it's still it's still not to, we have a heat wave in Ohio right now and it's yeah, still it's not hot, hot later, so but yeah. right now it's nice and cool outside but the sun is out the you know blue sky and you just kind of connect disconnect from. From your computers, your phones for a little bit, which is great. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you connect to your surroundings. And I'm like that person we go to walk. and I'm like, I point out every chipmunk, every tree that's oh, fallen yeah. over. And you're probably like, oh my God, can we just walk? No, it's great.
2: <laughs> I think it's great. No, because we, we we get good talking. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's uh, the, bud, the the blood's flowing. You're getting some vitamin blood's D. Flowing. Okay. <laughs> I can't talk this morning. Uh, see, I needed a little bit more sleep. But No, I'm glad that we we did get up yeah. and we got going because... I mean, we, the joke is that even if you just take, you know, five minutes and you, if you head to the, even if you just drove by the gym and, and you started to create that habit of just, well, I drove right. past it. Yes. Right? At some point, you know, if you're, if you're really committed to reaching that long-term goal, you'll go inside, yeah. you know, yeah. you've invested the gas money to go over there and exactly. drive past it. So hop on in there. So it's like one of those things in, in terms of creating habits. It's mm-hmm. just, it's good to kind of get yeah. started and get rolling.
1: Really. The hard part is getting out of bed, <laughs> everything else. When you're in the car, you feel good yeah like let's go yeah i know yeah anyway so yeah so i'm doing good you're doing good and we're excited for this episode and uh before we start we just want to give a uh, shout out to you know like a small little email that just emails like that just make our day yeah this so is great. thank you so much to uh jack he said hi i'm excited for the harry potter reread and really enjoying the podcast hope you both are having a great start to the summer best jack so
2: jack thank you so much for writing in even
1: like a small message like that it's just so heartwarming thank you so much jack and we're excited for the reread and yes our even though you know we had some obstacles on the way but our summer's been great and um yeah we're ready ready to dive in
2: well it's it's kind of cool and i want to mention this now just while we're at the very start of this so our first book as we as we go through the first book in these first couple months i think we're gonna have uh potentially we've talked about having some special guests on at some point yes and we've also talked about having you, the listener, on. I think a unique thing that we yes. that we've done, and Lottie brought this up last night, and she said, you know, in terms of a book club, wouldn't it be cool if we had other people's thoughts, not just like you, that you wrote in, but if you wanted to kind of pop in and actually yeah. participate on. Um, yeah, I mean, literally, we send you a link, you click on it, you pop in, you say, hi, how's it going? And you just share your thoughts. We're all oh, doing chapter, Zoom right? meetings and Teams right. meetings and everything. So it's pretty easy nowadays to kind of like, people have headsets, they have whatever. That, by the way, that industry has just skyrocketed since the pa- the, the <laughs> yeah. pandemic, like Zoom itself, oh, yeah. like the company, like made millions and billions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... But anyways, you know, you, you have if you have the the means to and we will establish like a, a recording time. Yeah. Uh, probably not on the regular, but like, well, I mean, it would be a regular thing. We would like dedicate um certain book. We mm-hmm. pick a couple of chapters and maybe mm-hmm. have you guys on if you want to. So, yes, uh, I thought that would be kind of cool. People who are interested, we obviously have a sign up and, and something because we want to drop extra episodes as well. So right. we want to do that as well. We want to drop a little extra something for you, because mm-hmm. if you're listening at work and you want more, just something to listen to while you're working and you enjoy listening to us. That's great. We want to give you more of that Mm -hmm. so we can make your work experience a little better
1: yeah and like you said like i really would love to have like a you know like a the book club feeling of sharing your thoughts and just coming i mean we we already put so much effort into like having good food you know that's what a book club is about Mm -hmm. you just get together have good food have some good drinks some snacks and and you enjoy the story together so we want to enjoy the story together with you guys um and you know we might have some friends of our own over or you know have you on and and just really make this about the community.
2: Yep. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Okay.
1: All righty. What's next? What is next, sweetie? Is you get to uh guess. Oh yeah, quote quiz. Let's go. Yes, you get to guess who said this. Okay. Give Alrighty. it to me.
2: What do we got? Is it a hard one or easy one?
1: I think it's easy. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Oh. These people's minds work in a strange way. They're not like you and me.
2: Let's go. That can only be one of two people, uh, mm-hmm. I think, right? Is mm-hmm. that Vernon? Vernon Dursley? Exactly. Let's go. It that was easy. That was an easy very one. Very easy. Oh, these people's minds work in strange ways. Not, not, uh, they're not like you and me. Jeez, yeah. Vernon? You yes. Know? What the heck, man?
1: And you know when he says this? Hmm. Uh he says this in uh, the third chapter actually, not this chapter, but the okay. third chapter when uh <laughs> he goes a little nuts, he goes crazy because they're getting all these letters. Oh yeah. And yeah. he's trying to prevent that and he's putting uh he has a he actually has a mouthful of nails and trying to barricade the door or the um the mail not the mailbox, was it? It's yeah, the mail the slot sl- or yeah, something. Yeah, the yeah. slot. And he's like Petunia's like, oh, I'm not sure, Vernon, if this will work. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, Oh, Petunia, these people's minds work in strange ways. Uh-huh. They're not like you and me.
2: Right, right. So I
1: just thought that clearly, was Clearly.
2: Right. Clearly they're not, Vernon. <laughs> no, they're not. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right, cool. So we got okay, good, I like that. I like an easy one. I appreciate that because you know there's yes. they, they can be they can that be kinda.
1: Would, yeah. And I'll, I'll think about, you know, what I want this part to be in the future. Maybe we have we have some have some changes in uh-huh. the future <laughs> to uh-huh. this. We, got, we were just developing, you know, different. Yeah, different ideas uh, and yeah. thoughts and stuff. So, yeah. yeah, I like it. This is fun. And you're yeah. always the one who guesses. so That's fun for me. Yeah, it's fun <laughs> for you, I, which is
2: fun. Because I'm, I'm cool with kind of not knowing. I'm like, I don't know, you know. Like, yeah. Who said that? Uh, right. I like to throw out my multiple options, too, you know. Creates a safety net for me. Well, yeah. it could be these 25 people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somewhere in there I might get one right. Anyway. All right. All right so I think we're actually going to continue on with, we're going to keep our uh, weekly, are we doing next up the weekly uh, mm-hmm. Here
0: we lesson? Go.
1: Okay, what are you? Newt's calling. Nurture and protect them. I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them. Come on. Yes, so we're also uh, gently trying to educate our fellow wizards and want to learn more about um, our beasts, our fantastic beasts. Mm. And this week in our weekly magi zoology lesson, we'll talk about one of my favorite, favorite, favorite beasts of all. Sweetie, what could that be? I know you can see the dog. <laughs> no, I actually was going to
2: say that. If, if you didn't say it, I was going to say, like, this is totally handpicked yes. by you because the needle is yes. who we're talking about yes, today. Yes, yes uh and measles are cool actually i, I, I think know. it's one of the you know I if you're know. a cat person yes. which i think a lot of harry potter people are i also like dogs okay yeah. there's dogs in harry potter as well but um <laughs> yeah definitely like the measles the, the oh, cool. are <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> um no yeah measles Neasles, the small cat-like creatures um they can have actually They i think it's kind of cool their um fur Uh, is always flecked, speckled, or spotted. So they're not just one color. They always have, like, Mm. you know, they look a little wilder. Okay. And they have outsized ears and a lion's tail. I think that's pretty cool. They have a lion's tail. Yeah. Okay, okay. And, uh, which is interesting, uh, they're classified as 3X um, by the Ministry of Magic, which is defined as competent wizards should cope. And as a reminder, 1X is warring, 2X is harmless or maybe domesticated and that one requires competent wizards only you know that's interesting oh
2: really so you you mm-hmm. that that means that you have to be a competent wizard
1: right you have to have a license actually to oh my gosh seriously. have one as a pet yes yep i was going to say that later but yeah you need to i was going to ask you actually what do you think you'd have to do to obtain such a license? <laughs>
2: Well, I guess you'd have to go through some training or something yeah, maybe, something, right? Some right? Some kind and of and demonstrate and that you're competent <laughs> and knowledgeable. Yeah, that, you, of, can, that um, you can that you can take care that of You can
1: handle them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're um they're actually highly intelligent um creatures, but occasionally they can get aggressive. I think that's why they have the 3x here. Um but if they like you, they make excellent pets, which is awesome. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And super interesting they have a special gift uh where they can kind of sense suspicious or unpleasant even characters and so that's why they're known for their ability to guide their owners safely home if they're you know if the owner is lost wow um
0: interesting
1: and we know we know they're um they can inter inter interbreed with cats right Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah we see that in the books um, because Hermione's cat, Crookshanks, is actually part Neasel, yeah. and especially in Prisoner, uh, Prisoner of Brown, he shows his ability to detect suspicious characters, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but also guiding the ones he likes with Sirius and then with Peter Pettigrew, aka Scabbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, so.
2: Interesting. So they have that, um, but, but I always forget that Crookshanks is like half-neasel. I always think it's like a, mm-hmm. a nasal cat or something. But yeah, I know, to, right? The, yeah. To he's distinguish, it's, it's half. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And when you look at the tail and you think about the tail, mm-hmm. actually, that makes a lot of sense. Because when you read that, I was like, wait a second, Crookshanks is... Doesn't look like that, yeah. Yeah, but he's yeah.
1: half. Okay. Yes. Yep. He's only partially a neasel. Nice. Um, then uh, their litters can be as big as up to eight kittens. As uh, so a comparison to cats, uh, cats can have up to twelve, but the average is more like four. So yeah. they're very yeah. very similar to cats. Um, and like I said, you need a special license uh, to own one. Um, the cool thing is for, for, for wizards and witches is they are not very likely to attract unwanted attention by muggles, right? So we don't have this whole cover-up issue. Yeah. Because, you know, muggles will just think they're cats or wild-looking cats, yeah, maybe yeah, for a little sure. bit bigger. Right. And also, <laughs> as we mentioned in our previous episode where we talked about Newt's commander, he has three pet measles with Tina. Hoppy, Millie, and Mahler.
0: Mm. <laughs> mm.
1: Um, And by the way, I forgot to mention last time that Newt was even awarded the Order of Merlin second class for his service to the study of magical beasts, which is kind of important when you talk about Newt. Yeah. Order
2: of Merlin. Big uh deal. (laughs) That's cool.
1: Yeah. So there you Uh, go.
2: Can I say that? I wonder if Mauler, the cat, is like Mm -hmm. the like the sweetheart of the group. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Cat's name is it is Right. And
1: Hoppy and Millie are more like... Yeah, wild and yeah,
2: it's beasty. kind of funny because <laughs> those are yeah. full of measles
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. are. Mm-hmm. They're cool. not half cat or anything. Yep, they're full of measles And but I mean, if you know Newt and Tina, they probably love them and oh, yeah, do anything to protect. them.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would actually. Yeah, that that's that's cool to kind of think about and imagine. And
1: actually. I think it's cool that they kind of know. You know, like if you have visitors and your ne- your niezel pet or your pet niezel <laughs> is like kind of like suspicious of him and like acting weird you know something's up right yeah <laughs> which is kind of cool yeah so i mean question uh i'm always gonna ask okay. would you want to have a easel
2: yes 100 percent because we are kind of you know we, we, we love animals i mean really love multiple animals and we love your dogs but we sure. also love our cats yeah okay so i just grew up with cats you grew up with cats and yeah. so to have a easel it just sort of fits and i think it's it's really a lot of Fun to think about mm-hmm. a more sophisticated magical cat. I get cats are already magical. They we, are. We know this. They are, and cats are smart. Uh huh. For crying out loud, they take care of themselves. Like they're good. They're just, I don't know. They're just fun. Cats are a lot of fun. mm mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I definitely would. I definitely would, and I think you would too, right?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's cool that you know, even if you live among, if you're a wizard and you live among muggles, it's nice you don't have to like hide your pet you know if you have a dragon you kind of want to live somewhere in the middle of nowhere and really you can't really like take your dragon out for a walk right right yeah your knees well it's just whatever it's a cool cat That's
0: a good
2: point okay all right i think that is so that was fun um, i always uh-huh. have trouble saying that magi zoology
1: oh yeah i always have to focus on that. yeah
2: i'm, I'm like, like good it. good on you for saying that i can never say it right i want to like roll through it too quickly and it <laughs> sounds weird so okay uh, time for us to move in
1: to Potter Watch. Oh, my God, that was loud. I'm so sorry.
2: Good thing we could turn that down in post. <laughs> <music> mm-hmm. Welcome mm-hmm. to Potter Watch. Breaking down some news, breaking down some stuff that's happening out there. Really the big thing, we don't do a whole lot of this because, again, being the reread, we kind of want to just um, feature, we make this short, a real yep. short kind of condensed section because uh, if you're listening to this. A year from now, you're kind of like, hey, guys, the game's already out, you know, <laughs> so.
1: Right. <laughs> uh,
2: which which is what we're hoping. We're hoping, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. people dive in years later. But uh, let's see. Hogwarts Legacy, though. Just, to, just we want to talk about the game. There's actually, I found an interesting article that talks about how like the setup for this. So we know this is going to come out around mm-hmm. the holiday season uh, going into sort of Christmas sometime in the fall. I'm not exactly sure. Right. Isn't that the case? I'm pretty sure I it's going to so, be.
1: Yeah. End of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Like, like end of the year, this is going to be coming out. And it takes place, again, as we know, around the 1800s. And a connection. If it, again, I mentioned Star Wars quite a bit because it's something I'm super into. But Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order uh, features like a new character, Cal Kestis, mm-hmm. something totally different, uh, and is set during a time period that we still had some some questions, things that needed answered. So Hogwarts Legacy's unnamed protagonist is very similar to that idea, right? In that you okay. have. You're going with a brand new kind of character. You're yes. not touching the likes of Dumbledore, Harry, Hermione. You're setting us up with a whole new thing, a whole new experience. Mm-hmm. And so both of these characters kind of, they have similarities to one another and they're comparable, I guess. So if you want to think about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, if you're familiar with that game and then Hogwarts Legacy, mm-hmm. it's going to be, you're you're kind of a hero going on on some adventure, yeah. right? Because they showed us in, yeah. the, in the trailer that... You got to go to class, you got to acquire your mm-hmm. skills, you got to learn stuff, you get to experience Hogwarts in yeah. different time period, but there are some dark wizards, there's some dark there's a magic that you're kind of tapped into that other mm-hmm. people really aren't. And what does that mean for you? Yeah. You come in a little bit late you actually show up as a, not a first year, right? But you show up as a fourth or fifth year.
1: I think you've, you're a little bit older, yeah. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Which, mm. which
2: is kind of unique because then you don't have to go through everything. It's more believable. You're like, okay, this person was sort of uh, like moved in. Maybe they went to a different magical school mm-hmm. and family moved in or whatever. We don't really know. It's, yeah. it's still kind of un, unclear. But it's exciting. It's it's cool to think about this. They've created a beautiful looking game. And oh, yeah. the people who amazing. work on it, okay. I, I think they're, they're proud <laughs> of their... Um, you know their 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 product and stuff. Yeah, so.
1: and you can like kind of build your own character to look like you or look whatever you wanted to look or mm-hmm. him or her to look like. And yeah. um, you can be in your own house. You can be in your house. Yeah, that's so cool. cool. You're not you know Harry in Gryffindor going through the world. Yeah, but
2: I was unsure if that's what how they were going to do it. If they if you were going to uh-huh. allow you to create um oh if if were it just looked
1: like there were different types of people like as a main character that would be cool
2: that would be the way to do it i think that would be awesome i don't know and we're not gonna if you guys know we haven't done much research on it we just again we pull up something quick and we just kind of roll with it so but that would be awesome if that were the case what they showed in the trailer was just was um a student from hogwarts or not hogwarts but from in hufflepuff and hufflepuff i think
1: house but that
2: is really cool if you can be sorted into your own house and you can do your own thing Then that means it's different than star wars jedi fallen order Which is great because in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, you are really just Cal Kestis, this named character. Whereas it looks like here, it's an unnamed protagonist, which I like. Like a lot of games will just call you the hero of this time period. Like in Star Wars, they have the hero of Tython. Well, you get to create your own name and decide uh, your outlook, your appearance and all that stuff, which is which is cooler. Yes,
1: that's exactly how it is here. It says um, not only does Hogwarts Legacy feature an original story while being firmly rooted in the Harry Potter universe, but players will also get to customize their own characters to write their legacy into the annals, annals
2: into the annals. of Yeah. Of history. the wizarding world.
1: Let's go. Which is awesome. Love it.
2: So that's cool. And I actually like that a lot better because when you play, um, star Wars Jedi fallen order. So this, this article is making the comparison to like the time period and, and then, uh, setting up more of the mechanics of the game and then how you would, how you would work through it. And mm-hmm. how the story progresses. I actually like that. You get to pick your own character, name your own character, and decide you know where you want to go yes. versus like a in that lot. game, you have to be Cal Kestis. you can 't you can 't really be anybody else, <laughs> right. so this is cool. this is actually going to be yeah. better than
1: oh yeah so. uh, and if if you guys have been listening to the previous episodes, I think I mentioned it a lot i i I think i'm going to love this game because I loved playing um Sorcerer Stone or Philosopher's Stone and Chambers of Secrets as a PC game back in the day. Mm-hmm. That were like my favorite, favorite, favorite game. Yeah, and
2: by the way, if anybody knows how to like queue those up again for Lottie or knows how to emulate them, like let me know yeah, because so I don't sad. know how to do it. I've tried, I've tried to figure it's it out.
1: It's so sad because I don't I don't know how to do that because it's for what Windows ninety seven or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And um our modern computers, they don't really play the you know, the actual disc anymore and the CD yeah. disc. um Yeah, it's kind so of. So I would outdated. love to play it and I have to figure out how to do it.
2: <laughs> They're still for sale. So um, there is a way to do it. I've looked at it mm-hmm. and I've seen t- some tutorials, but I will not have to kind of. We need a lot of time to figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. All right, cool. So, yeah, that was just a little bit of uh, Potter Watch, some news uh for you guys. And it's time. It is time for us to jump it's into time. the reread, friends. It's time for us to get after it, dive into the main part here and talk about chapter one
1: chapter one the boy who lived
2: yeah and so we have actually a summary of the chapter did you want to read this or yes, did you want to you actually, want me to read it or okay
1: i, I can try to read it. Okay. okay yeah right. so we actually wrote a little summary it's, it's a little different because you know we um because uh, I, I teach English, you teach English, and this is not how you should write a summary because we add some details, some oh, yeah, tone absolutely. to yeah. it. We don't just summarize the facts or the, the mm-hmm. things that happen. So, um, yeah, don't think that's a, an accurate summary that you should write for school. But no, it, it was fun writing it. Um, so here we go. We we our own little twist to it. So summary of the first chapter. This very first chapter begins with just another day in the exceptionally normal life of the muggle couple versus and Petunia Dursley. Unsuspecting of all the stranger things that are about to cross his path today, Vernon Dursley kisses his wife and baby son goodbye to go to work. However, cats read street signs, adults in odd clothing, and owl sightings during the day make Mr. Dursley more and more nervous. And the worst part, he hears rumors about the Potter family and their son, Harry, who, although he doesn't want to admit it yet, happened to be his in-laws. A difficult conversation with his wife later that night shows that Petunia's sister and her husband and child are a taboo topic in the Dursley home. Even after going to bed, Vernon can't stop thinking about the absurd events of the day, but finally he falls asleep too. And all of a sudden, the streetlights go out, the tabby cat comes to life and the point of view switches to Professor McGonagall witnessing Albus Dumbledore appear on Privet Drive number four. Despite the good news of you-know-who's defeat, he confirms her worst fears. The Potters are dead. The young boy Harry Potter has survived and Hagrid is on his way with the boy. McGonagall questions as to whether they should leave the boy with these muggles as they are the worst sort. Professor Dumbledore, being the wise old wizard that he is, knows that this is the most powerful protection that he can give little Harry. Also, he points out that it might be good for Harry not to grow up in a world where his name is legendary. Sad and in tears, McGonagall, Hagrid, and Dumbledore leave the scene, and little Harry rolls over in his blankets, clinging to the letter.
2: Ah, wow. You know, this is the start to it all. No, and it is such a interesting and intriguing hook Mm -hmm. to start the whole series off you know what i mean yes this boy arrives here you go back to when he's an infant there's a letter there's some wizards outside there's Mm -hmm. some normal muggles Mm -hmm. who want nothing to do with this and Uh are thrust right into all of this because of their crazy in-laws and the connection to some taboo thing right it's it's wild it's it's a wild start and it's crazy because I think we we were in I, don't know if we, I think we were in Costa Rica. I think we were in Costa Rica. I told you I'd do this. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to go off on tangents on you, and <laughs> but we brought up the Dursleys. yes, and we've talked about them, and I'm like, you know, by the end, you like you kind of get it. They're, 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 a, they're a type of people that he wants to go in and, and talk about drills. He right. wants his normal, mundane go to work clock in, come back kiss his wife, play with his son, uh, whatever, hear the, hear the mm-hmm. local gossip, watch the news, hits news, and that's it, right? Yeah. That's all he wants. Yeah. So they, they love that just normal fitting into what society tells mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And, and I actually think, again, they're, they're sort of, um, how do you put this, like, not villainized, but they're, the, the, the tone here or whatever, like, the way we perceive them. Throughout the series until the end you start to get some some better kind of um, mm-hmm. lenses to look through, but really we we're meant to not like them and again they they, right. they do some awful stuff don 't get me wrong, yes. they do some awful stuff uh that we we totally don't 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 agree with but it's just bonkers because they're just these normal people that might be a little sour, yep, and they're thrust into this magical world
1: exactly yeah it's
2: it's comedy and it's also it's just intriguing and it and it does set up a lot of obstacles for harry and everything later on mm-hmm. you know and it shows you a stark kind of contrast to the world i love that and i don't bounce it all over the place here i love that hermione and other muggles show up later right mm-hmm. and i mean air quote muggles right yeah um but uh, born from born into M- muggle families because they show us different types of families exactly yeah. in, in in the they love world. it they're interested in and even yeah. i mean mrs figs across the street You know, I mean, she's a squid, but, you know.
1: (laughs) And even, like, Petunia's parents were so excited about it. We learned that's where this whole bitterness comes from, right? They were super excited. They were proud to have a witch in the family. Uh (laughs) No, yeah, I I love this chapter being the opening chapter, actually. And Mm -hmm. I like, I really, really like the contrast. Like you said, we get this muggle family who just go about their day. It's just a, another, you know, rainy day. Vernon goes to work. They have their little family. And I asked you guys on Instagram, what do you think about Ooh. Vernon and Petunia Dursley? And some of you actually responded, which is cool. And there's, like you said, some uh, some different opinions and I think worth looking at. Okay. So there's one, um, Risseru, Risseru, I'm sorry if I pronounce it wrong, uh, 312th said, toxic and no one can change my mind Whoa. <laughs> that's my opinion
0: try me <laughs> <I'm just kidding.
1: laughs> and then Kayla said is it, simp- is it too simple to just say horrible even with that bit of understanding Petunia's past it was truly horrible and unnecessary how badly they treated Harry
0: yeah, yeah.
1: and then the last one I am beyond sorry if I can't pronounce this one it's a, uh, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, you don't, you want it to pronounce a certain oh, way. Can't uh,
2: oh, I actually don't. Oh, that's Angelina. Thank you. Yes, that's awesome. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's it. Um, said, feel sad for them that they are so miserable. And Ooh,
2: that's an interesting, yeah, that's different, right? right? I
1: think all opinions, like, bring it together where, you're right, we're supposed to, you know, not like them because actually um he says it where is it in the book um Who, it's like yeah vernon says it like he doesn't approve of imagination you know oh he, yeah. He, he, yeah he hoped he would imagine that all the different things that are happening that day he's like and that means something because he doesn't approve of imagination which is you know this is a kid's book and kids are full of imagination and they they you know want to go and and see different things and enter different worlds and they're all about that normal normal whatever that means you know what is normal actually mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. for them it's like you know they're typical okay we're a married couple we have our house we have our little baby vernon goes to work and makes him, uh, makes money for the family and petunia stays at home and takes care of dudley right and she loves to spy on the neighbors she loves to spy on them, she loves to talk and gossip about them. And I actually so here's the thing. I think we should make this um the extra episode because it's gonna blow your mind what I found about uh really? Tunia and Vernon Dursley on um on Whoop where is it? Here. Um, the Harry Potter wiki, the the fandom, right? And it, I, I checked the source, and okay. it's writ, it was written by J.K. Rowling. So that was a what an extra little thing she, On, she from,
2: wrote from Potter, so I can see it now. So it's a it's, it's a Potter um, article. Yeah,
1: it's it's a writing by J.K. Rowling, Vernon and Petunia Dursley at Wizarding World. And there's some okay. such, there's such cool details um, that I want to, you know, discuss with you. And I, I was afraid uh, we don't want to make this like a character study of Petunia and um, Vernon, right? So, But, but I'm,
2: I'm okay doing that afterwards. And, and right, doing, we'll going do and that working. after, yeah. but I want to yeah. just
1: give you a little bit of a... Um, because
2: quite frankly, not to interrupt, but I yeah. mean... Quite frankly, I w- I've talked about maybe going and doing more on them and, and mm-hmm. trying to create not not create sympathy. I know like like the, we're meant to not like them. Yes, you know, and and, they're, and
1: it's it's true. They they did terrible, things. terrible, horrible, terrible things.
2: I mean, horrible, they terrible things, they
1: treated Harry like a house elf. Yeah, it's actually. awful.
2: I mean, it really is. It, it is absolutely it's abuse. I yeah. mean, honest to God, it's it's, it's what it is. You want to get right down to it. So, I in no way will I if if you if you hear me try to put a little sunshine on on those two. Uh, it's just sort of like, yeah, as, as, one person it's sad, you know, it's like, I don't know. And it's, it's, it's sadder for Harry and mm-hmm. it's just like, my gosh, you, you want to try to understand people and stuff. So we'll do a fun, uh, little talk on that. And remember, we'll, we'll come at, come at it with some, some comedy because it's fictional and, and stuff, but good God, it is, um, I don't know. I've always found them to be, when you, when you take away all the stuff that they did to Harry, I think about their lives moving forward just as people living on Privet Drive. Right. And I'm like, okay, they probably would have just been nosy neighbors who grilled out and did had d- did their thing and whatever. But they, the bitterness that Petunia has like, leaks over to the rest of her family. I don't know that that they, if they just did, weren't around the Potters mm-hmm. or, or weren't around Harry, if they would have had all of this. Right. And they're, you know, because it just turns into jealousy, right? And stuff. Exactly. So anyway, sorry. Yeah. Yeah what, yeah. what? What? You're grinning. What's going on?
1: I just wanted to give you a little tidbit. Um little preview of... Okay, uh, give me a little something. Yes, so um, this is in the article about their marriage, actually. And it says, at some point in the early 1970s, Petunia left her home in Cokeworth to pursue a typing course in London. Okay. This led to her uh, getting a clerical job where she met Vernon Dursley, a junior executive whose complete ordinariness she found appealing. Vernon also took a fancy to Petunia, and the two went on a number of dates, which mainly involved Vernon discussing himself and his narrow views of the world.
2: Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this is
1: longer. There's more to it. And they okay, even yeah. talk about meeting Lily and James.
2: Let's... Okay. Yeah, let's I, definitely I mean, do this. After. That's cool. We will do I this like later
1: that. because it, it's, it's a little bit too much to... do you know like it does turn into a little character study or um looking at their biography and stuff but yeah, it's sure. really really cool and i just want to encourage um people to even though we don't like them even though they treated harry um you know like he was not around really and if they did talk to him it was always mean it was always uh it, they were always ordering him around and and dudley and that's another point I want to make. The love, like the contrast of Petunia and Vernon, you know, hating Harry almost. Like, the, the, you know, Harry is symbolizes this whole world that Petunia, who was deeply hurt,
0: mm-hmm. deeply
1: hurt when she was a child, and Lily went off and learned all these cool things, and she right. wanted to do that too, and she couldn't. She was not allowed. She was not included. She felt probably sad alone hurt whatever and she that harry just shows her that over and over again right yep and the contrast to the unconditional love she has for dudley like it's crazy her son is spoiled he's mean he goes out and he beats up other children which is terrible right yep but she She's blind for that. She she, she, she's him.
2: overcompensated for some of stuff that, like the things that she faced as a as a child. Doesn't want the same upbringing. Yeah, it's it's a complete. It shows you what extremes can do, right? You know what I mean. Right. Where she had sort of a an extreme experience crop up in her life where she felt inferior, and then she doesn't want this for for um, for Dudley and everything. Yeah. They, they are there's more complexity to those two, to that little family and stuff. And it's, it's interesting to kind of think about Mm -hmm. only because I know, again, there's this element of like Harry shoved being, you know, I mean, um, put under the staircase and stuff right and just yeah. some terrible things that happen to him but when you look at why because Lottie and i always do this actually if, if, as we meet you guys or as we talk to people and stuff mm-hmm. like that like we want to surround ourselves as we say at the end of the show with positive potter mm-hmm. people and <laughs> yeah. grow that and if you're not we also want to bring you along like like you know if, yeah. if, if, if you're grumpy look we want to try to we want to try to you know cheer you up a little bit and make right. you make you smile um because we want like the petunias of the world sweetie like literally <laughs> i i look at like like people, like, like kids that I teach, right, that are going mm-hmm. through this experience. I don't want that. I actually wanted to right. go be a teacher so that way some kids would find some joy and some happiness and they would they would feel like they belonged, right? Mm-hmm. She, she needed belonging. She she wanted to feel special in her own way, you know, because yeah. there's this whole thing like, well, you're a witch or a wizard. I mean, I mean that makes you more special than whatever. Like that's mm-hmm. I don't know. There were some muggles who were confident, like Hermione's parents, right. to just kind of be like, this I is awesome yeah. and wonderful and, and, and things. But then again, what, what if Hermione had a sister? Would her sister right. have been similar to Petunia? Wow. You know what I mean? Wow, that's yeah. a, that's a crazy thing to think about. And and what? How would Hermione have dealt with that? And in this yes. whole feeling special versus not feeling special?
1: Yeah, you want to think like, oh no, to them, you know, they're such a lovely family. But who knows? Like, I, I bet the um, Evanses were a lovely family, like Lily's and Petunia's sure, family, for sure. right? Yeah. And and that can like Hermione was not only. You know, not only was she a witch, but she was, I mean, Lily was, I think she was really, really really good at school too. Hermione is the best in everything she does at Hogwarts in school. She is, I mean, except for flying. (laughs) But uh, she is the best and and, and that would even, you know, that would intimidate. Maybe, you know, the second child would not have been as talented and... Yeah, the yeah. same things
2: happen. This is an interesting thing to kind of think about. With um, and I know we're like all this is what we I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> we, this is what we want to do. We want to kind of yeah. we want to make um connections to the text and and, and expand it. But yeah. think about like Dumbledore, um, and I'm sorry, uh, Albus and mm-hmm. Aberforth. Yeah, and how special or how gifted, even yes. in a wizarding family that he was. Yes. And again, there's the other Ariana dynamic and everything. But mm-hmm. it happens in families. I mean, we that's something we mm-hmm. actually all like a, a good story. Um, and good characters in this, this diverse kind of casting, uh, in this book and in this series makes you go like, I can connect with different people, different houses, different people, because I have those experiences in my life. I think, yeah. um, JK Rowling really does a, a study of sort of people around her mm-hmm. and in life and, and what are the different types of people that we yeah. encounter and stuff and, and why, and why do we form those opinions or want ordinary or want yeah. to kind of, um, I don't know, you, you know, be a, more of a petunia or a Vernon right. or or more. I mean, again, you've got the rascals in the Wizarding world, right? You've got some that yeah. are like straight laced, and this is how we do it. And then you've got some that are really. Uh, you got the Weasley twins doing their thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's really interesting. Filch for crying out loud wants to be. <laughs> I
0: know. Wants to be it a wizard have. and stuff,
2: right? And he's trying. He he's he's trying to kind of figure out how to do that and, and learn a few things and, and stuff. Uh, the the whole thing they set up too with um credence. Is that yeah. he was, uh, uh, you know, abused and, and left out there oh, and, yeah. and was alone and felt like, abandoned and stuff.
1: It's terrible what what it does to people um, who feel left out. And that's, we need to, It actually, um, I'm going to talk about this in our, uh, in our advice, advice, of, the advice of, the of the week. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about this because, I mean, this is, this is actually the closest, um, inside we get uh into vernon dursley's life like this is we are almost like we go along on his day and his you know his thoughts and feelings and um he we can tell he loves his wife he doesn't want to upset her he doesn't really want to absolutely concern her with all this stuff and this is something like i said the contrast like they as a family within their family dynamic they love one another well th- this is i
2: mean this is crazy to think about but like so so something and you just as you watch people we're also people watchers and i i work with <laughs> a lot of different students and parents and different and different folks and so you can kind of compare a lot of different people in their approach to a, to a problem mm-hmm. or to just work in general or just whatever uh you have vernon going in and like what he wants to do so a part of his personality is that yeah he loves his son and and they're almost blinded a little bit to mm-hmm. his how spoiled he oh, is yeah. and everything whatever they want to spoil their son and whatnot. But what he says in the beginning of this chapter is he wanted to go in. He was happy because he got uh, a good, yeah. like a good yelling. He got a good, he got a good yeah, argument. Which he is got terrible.
1: To, he, he yells at people and right. he feels and good about
2: we it. We can kind of laugh at it, but like I know yeah. on the other end of that, that it's not fun. And a no. person like a Vernon Dursley who came in and just like, yeah, you may love your family and you have all these other good things, but you came in and you really were something is off in your life and you just yeah. want to make someone else miserable. And so yeah. you think you can just shout and yell or whatever. Right. And that's where I'm kind of like, I'm almost like more upset with him early on with, with that dynamic yeah. of like, look, you, you may go home and have a wonderful time and be ordinary and all those things, mm-hmm. but you really tick people off at work. And I'm not so sure I'm a fan of, of that type of, but he's a, he's an executive. It's his thing. It's what he, it's what he, what he wants to do. I, I just, yeah. that those are not the, the type of people I like to reward with my attention or, um, and no. I say reward yeah. with my attention, but like, like really, I I think all everyone out there in this in this world, like who you surround yourself, who you give in, your time to, and mm-hmm. who you invest in, or whatever. Yeah, it uh, matters. It, can, it, it, it does matter. And it can it can affect you know who you are too as yep. a person. So if you're around toxic people and if you're right. around that type of energy, it can it can affect you even if you are still a good soul, a good person, and you're still really positive. It just mm-hmm. beats you, wears you down. It's yep. tough to like listen to that all day long. Right. You know. Yeah. It's hard. So, anyway, yes. anyway, that's that's why with the I mean again this whole purpose of this podcast is to pr- to try to provide a bit more positivity in, in yeah. people's lives <laughs> and and share some of our thoughts and feelings with you cuz we just love we love that energy and mm-hmm. and we want to project it and we want to find it and we want to you know.
1: Yeah, and I like the um the comment that A, a- Fiore made um yeah. feel sad for them that they're so miserable. Yeah, you do feel sad that something in their lives we don't really know what happened to Vernon, why he's the way he is. But, you know, like, like Kayla said it, we know uh, we kind of get a little bit of an understanding of Petunia's past. And it's it's two things. It's like what happened to them and how, re- how they reacted to it. Right. So yeah. it's not yeah. Petunia. Definitely. She unfortunately made the choice to react badly to this. To sure. react. Yes. Um, jealous and to to turn this negative energy against her sister, and we cl- we know that Lily loved Petunia, she loved her. Yeah. She was her older sister, and I actually want to talk about this one later when we talk about the article a little bit because she seems a lot older, a lot like who quite Petunia? a bit quite a bit older. Yes, Petunia, and that's like her oh, her okay. baby sister looking up to her, and now all of a sudden, she, you know, like Petunia stops talking to her. Like that's yeah. It's just it's just sad all in all. It's sad that they they chose this path, and it, it's nice they have they they kind of found their happiness in their own little world.
0: Right. Of yes. Yes.
1: Gossiping, having their family, and yelling at people.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then all of a sudden, those people, weird people, show up, and drop that baby on their door <laughs> on right. the doormat, and it's like i by no means i want to say i understand any of that and you know like if if somebody did that and if that was i mean you don't want to think about that but if let's say you know if that was your sister's baby dropped on our doormat like we would take it in and take care of it for the rest of our lives and love it yeah yeah, like yeah. no there's no discussion about that but um just to say like yeah we'll talk about this at the end of the chapter how you know dumbledore just well, Drop them Drop off them there, and here's a letter. And, and Bye. There you go.
2: Yeah, and it's it's interesting because like actually let's talk about it for a little bit. I know yeah. I don't know you have different notes and stuff, mm-hmm. but like McGonagall does sort of say they're the worst. Sort. I know. I and, know. And she's like, "This is so. What's better to to grow up around that mm-hmm. um, versus grow up with this big head idea that you're a legend and you're the chosen one and all mm-hmm. that and, and all that sort of stuff? Because mm-hmm. it's sort of that they're two extremes, right? I mean, he faced really two extremes. To yeah. To go with this group, and I, that's why I mentioned in the summary that later on you kind of find out it's it's blood magic, really. Mm-hmm. It's 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 old uh, magic and it's family ties, and that's sort of what can kind of make that charm more more powerful right. for Harry and everything, you know. Right. And that's sort of there were still dangers. There's still Death Eaters out there who mm-hmm. might want to try to take a you know a, a poke at Harry for mm-hmm. for Voldemort, right? Like, right? That would be a cool thing they could do and avenge him, whatever, you know. But uh, so you kind of get it. Because otherwise, yeah. you're sort of like, Dumbledore, what are you doing? Yeah. Why, why are you dropping him <laughs> off here with with this group? Right. And there is, again, that's why you got to kind of read and find out, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. we learn uh, right. as, as to why. Because McGonagall is flat out like,
1: uh. <laughs>
2: they're bad. Yeah. They're, they're they're awful. I um, know.
1: She watched them all day long. And
2: this is them without mm-hmm. Harry. That's the thing, too, is that like... I know. That's why I want to bring up, yes, in their own weird way, they are in their own negative way, they're mm-hmm. happy. They're mm-hmm. happy with each other. I see people at work, honest to God, who are... Um, who love to kind of vent and be angry mm. and it makes them happy for yeah. some odd reason. It's just not my thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still think they're good people and they're whatever, but at the yeah. same time I'm just that makes that makes them feel better. It's some release yeah. and I get it, whatever, but it's just not me and I, I yeah. move on. So yeah, if I'm McGonagall sitting there, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. If I if I have a choice, mm-hmm. can't we just raise him at Hogwarts or you know, I, I feel like yeah, McGonagall I probably was like, like, can I just some take him mother- in? You know, instincts. could you could you imagine? I know if McGonagall had just taken him in
1: I know. Oh, my. Uh,
2: I love McGonagall. I I love, love, love McGonagall.
1: And I do think she, she is such a professional. Can we mention this? She's such a professional teacher because I do think she has some kind of motherly feelings towards him. Totally. Totally. But. When she teaches, she can totally like. Sw- her Absolutely. face is like she's a teacher. She's she's stern, responsible she's like, for those kids. Potter, learning. yes. You do this, or you know, you can't do that, and no, you don't get points for that. Like you, you know, you've been out all night.
2: Right. Yes. Exactly. And, and kids have you know they, they have respect for her. Yeah. Major respect yeah. for her. Uh, I actually <laughs> wish, as I was reading the book, I was wanting more uh, kind of talk between the two of them and stuff. We can talk about that later on mm-hmm. because I actually wonder if if people who are listening and then even um like you and I mm-hmm. talking at some point about who was our professor McGonagall yeah. in life you know what I mean because oh, yeah. I definitely have a couple that I was like they're that stern teacher yeah but when the year was over I knew they loved me I loved them I yeah. still care I saw I've seen them now as an adult and they're like wow you were a rascal <laughs> but and they were they were tough they were stern yeah. teachers but they're they're, they were good teachers you know and yeah. they, they made you feel good and stuff so um True. even though they towed a hard line and i, I got in trouble and i <laughs> got in trouble right but uh so I, that's why i always love mcgonigal's character so much we do we will yeah. do a character study on her later and stuff mm-hmm. because yeah she's fantastic but yeah she's been reading maps yeah all yeah day long.
1: oh yeah let's uh, let's dive actually into that or a little bit like in the chapter here um, so really we, we get to see Vernon on his just normal day of work. And he, at first he sees some little things and he's like, oh, that's odd, but whatever. He, he goes about his day and he doesn't really, you know, he, they mention that, um, throughout the book, like muggles, t- they, uh, tend to just turn away and ignore things that are clearly magical in front of them. And yes. he's, I mean, he is muggle like all like through and through, through, through say. Yes. yeah and he he definitely like you know his it's somewhere in the um his building it's very high building so he's up there his window he can't really he, he his he, his back's kind of turned towards the window so he can't really see all the owls he just yells at some people in his office he's waiting for his drills to arrive and then he he takes a break he goes get a, he gets a donut and um he sees all these weird people comes back his day he hears rumors you know we said we said he has rumors about the potters and he's like oh no like he tries to talk himself into no this can't be them there's tons of people named potter even if the names you know he doesn't even remember is the name really Harry. so he tries to calm himself and just in- tries to ignore it as best as he can and, um, but still, he's, he's nervous, so on his way home, he kind of debates, should I talk to Petunia about this? And he runs into this man, I wanted to ask you, because yeah. it's never mentioned, but I was wondering, it, it's, it's this part where it's like, um, he's leaving the building, Um, he was still so worried that he uh, walked straight into someone just outside the door. Sorry, he grunted, as they, uh, the tiny old man stumbled and almost fell. It was a few seconds before Mr. Dursley realized that the man was wearing a violet cloak. He didn't seem at all upset at being almost knocked to the ground. On the contrary, his face split into a wide smile, and he said in a squeaky voice that made passerby stare, Don't be sorry, my dear sir, for nothing could upset me today. And so on. Um, and I wanted to ask you, sweetie, yeah. is, is that Daedalus... Diggle. Yeah, I was Dittles, thinking, so
2: I think people have talked about this in the past. I was just trying to remember um, he, the, the violet cloaked wizard, mm-hmm. right? Uh, an old wizard who Vernon runs into. Yeah. Um, let's see. He was, a, he was, a, he was among many other wizards. Uh, he was in gleeful spirit, all this good stuff but behind the scenes. Given the similarity in their description, yeah. it's possible that uh, this individual is some people say Flitwick, uh, even mm-hmm. though the scene takes place uh, during the Hogwarts school year. Two yeah. other Hogwarts professors and one staff member were known to be outside True. of the school that day as well. Partying. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, it's possible that this man is Daedalus Diggle, um, yeah. who was described in a similar way as well. Yeah. I think... Yeah, he's
1: tiny. Mm-hmm. I, I
2: think in some of the... When you look at the film and you, you want to compare sort of some of the, the stuff in the film, mm-hmm. I, think it, I think they do sort of imply that
0: this mm-hmm. character is because Daedalus they Stiggle. talk
1: because they talk about him later you know he did some weird stuff fireworks or something later later i think it said ta- somewhere they talk about oh yeah it was Dallas diggle must have set up some i don't know fireworks or something but i think it's cool to think if that's him because he later uh in Hallows. yeah he later escorts them when they have to leave. Yes. He yes, escorts he the Dursleys to wherever the place they go. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, let me shut the window because they're mowing outside. Yep. Um, and I think that would be pretty cool if that was his encounter with <laughs> Diggle, who will later protect them, you know.
2: Right. So they show that they describe the guy at the Leaky Cauldron, mm-hmm. who is as, as Daedalus Diggle in the film with the hat yeah. and everything. Uh-huh. And I I think it's sort of implied that mm-hmm. he, uh, well not that he ran into Vernon, but because later on we get a chapter where Harry runs into some, you know some, some folks. True. Right? Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. they're kind of. Um,
1: oh yeah, that there he introduces himself. He's like, um, my name is Diggle or something. Yeah. Yes. Yep.
2: Yeah. So I don't remember who. That's
1: later. That's I mean that's like ten years later.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is what which is wild to think about because we had this one. One chapter along, yeah, along... It was the I don't even... Yeah. Anyways, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just want to... I think... I'm pretty sure that's, that's supposed to be him. But we we don't really know, but I think it's cool to think Violet about. cloaked wizard. Yeah, he's... I think he's supposed to... Like in a description I read yesterday, he has like a, a, a purple... Oh, I'm sorry. I might have to close the other window. So, um, sorry guys. All the windows are closed, but if you can still hear, you know, a distant uh, mowing sound, we can't do anything about it, so... Uh, <laughs> that's part of the ambience, you know. That's, uh, the shell cottage ambience around our house. Anyway, so, is Diggle. Uh, we think it could have been him. And I think I read he has a purple hat or something, which would go along with his cloak chapter. But anyway, yeah, I just wondered, and I think it would be a cool connection till later on. Right, so, then Mr. Dursley... You know, it gets his day just gets worse and worse and worse. He right. r- runs into this weird, you know, man who hugged him. A stranger just hugged him. And he's so, you know, taken. He doesn't like hugs. No, no, no. Um, he doesn't. And then he finally, you know, he just wants to get home, be with his wife. And there's this cat. <laughs> the, the, the cat still there from this morning. And she, he says... Shoe.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And we were earlier, really, we were really talking about it. We were like, can you imagine.
2: Shoeing Mrs. Vernon Dursley,
1: yeah. shoeing Professor McGonagall. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, oh, it's great. It is great. So, cute cute little insight here. You know, Mrs. Dursley had a nice, normal day. Dudley learned a new word. And that's kind of cute. I mean, that's kind of cute how they, you know, she talks about. Her normal life as stay-at-home mom, Dudley learned a new word, you know, gossiping about the neighbors and all that stuff.
2: Right. And uh, and the word was won't, right?
1: Right. Won't. Won't.
2: (laughs) He won't do it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which makes sense. It does. Fits him very well. Yes, it does. What is
2: Bonfire Night? I want to look this up. Is it like a Oh, they mentioned
1: that on the news. Yeah, the Dursleys um, watch the news and people are like... There's shooting stars, owls, all that stuff. And they're like, hey, guys, Bonfire Night is not until next week.
2: So Guy Fawkes Night, right? So also called mm-hmm. Bonfire Night, British observance celebrated on November 5th, commemorating the failure of the gunpowder plot of 1605. I've heard of Guy wow. Fawkes Night. I don't really know much about any of this stuff. So I just kind of I heard it and it was like, oh, it's like a month away or it's like a couple months away or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What? when is this? So that interesting. is interesting. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I just thought that was yeah, uh, you got. We have listeners over in the UK, and they know exactly what we're talking oh, about. Oh, probably uh, yeah. And I, I just, I don't. So I think it's, it's funny to think about it from that perspective. So.
1: That is so cool when you, you know, like you kind of grew up there, and you're like, oh, I know exactly, you know, what this is, and yeah, the, 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 the food they talk about, and you know, like the importance of like tea, because, yes. because Mrs. Dursley, uh, later at night she brings two cups of tea in. And that's when Vernon is like, oh, I should probably talk to her. And we immediately get the reaction of her. Like, she does not want to talk to me. She just, they usually pretend they're not there. The potters don't exist. And so, um, yeah, he, he kind of starts talking about it. And then, unfortunately, Petunia confirms, yeah, their, name is, uh, his, their son's name is Harry. Mm-hmm. So, Dursley, Mr. Dursley has a hard time falling asleep. He drops the topic. By the way, they don't talk about it anymore because he's too anxious to talk. Like she clearly communicates, I don't want to talk about it. So,
2: can I can I mention something interesting? Yes. I think I've done this before, but mm-hmm. I just want to mention uh, Jim McGuff Jim McGuffin uh-huh.
1: with the, the weather. Is he the anchorman?
2: Yeah, he's the weatherman. Okay. And and Ted is the news anchor okay. guy. By the way, yeah. So, experts are unable to explain why the owls have suddenly changed their sleeping patterns right uh the newsreader allowed himself a grin mostly mysterious and now uh over to jim McGuffin with the weather going to see any more showers of owls tonight jim well ted said the weatherman i don't know about that but it's not only the owls that have been acting oddly today Mm -hmm. viewers as far as kent right have seen have phoned in saying that instead of the rain I promised yesterday they've had a downpouring of shooting stars. Uh, Perhaps people will be celebrating bonfire night early, as we mentioned there. And here we go. Let's see. It's not until next week, but I can promise a wet night tonight. I'm trying to remember. So he promises a wet night tonight. Uh And then when Dumbledore shows up, um let's see isn't it like a clear sky
1: it is you're right and
2: not even close to being <laughs> <laughs>
1: true that's such a cool connection you like, made there. two
2: nights in a row i think he's he's been wrong about the weather yeah and i don't know if it's one of those stereotypes you know stereotypical things where it's like you we all want to rage at the weatherman like he, he mispredicted something it's like mm-hmm. but it also comes down to like wizards and predictions and and Telling the future, it's going to rain tomorrow. You know what I mean? No, it's not like it. you're, you're yeah. wrong. It's a it's just an interesting kind of funny thing to throw in this this whole uh, debate we had. The ever-changing weather and who can predict it. Uh, because you have a weatherman who's like a meteorologist who's who's meant to kind of predict it. But then you've got old Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so who can tell you through their bones that the weather's changing and the pressure's coming. And I love in uh, like Phantom Menace and, and Star Wars uh, Anakin Skywalker is on his way home with Qui-Gon and then he stops by this this lady's like she, she's like there's a storm coming Annie <laughs> you know, she can like tell because <laughs> yeah. her bones are telling her <laughs> yeah. there's something to that the pressure yeah. changing and everything oh yeah I just wanted to, to kind of mention that I actually at one point just thought about studying weather and becoming oh, I know. a meteorologist I took one Which class awesome. my senior year and I thought oh this would have been really cool I wish I would have taken this my freshman year hmm? because I probably would have pursued something like this Mm. Yeah, that be that'd be wild. That
1: would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> but it's man? it's sort
2: of a how how are you the weather? I mean, you get so much, you know, shade thrown your way just because of of your mispredicting the yeah, weather. It's, I know.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like
2: hold on, this person it can't is, see the future, can they?
1: I mean, it's interesting how we know all this about weather and patterns, and but still, it's hard to predict it. Like we have computers who can. You know predict the movements of the clouds and and uh, like the the entire um like what occurrence and stuff and mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. still it is hard still hard to predict exact like weather changes, which is interesting right. yeah yeah- <laughs> j-
2: just because it's like I wonder if the night, th- this night, and then mm. the night before, I'm trying to find the exact line, if there's a line that says anything directly about the weather, mm. but they don't mention that it's raining, and rain was, was No, yeah, they, definitely not, yeah. Unless they do at the end of the chapter, and I'm just missing it. But anyways, the whole point is is that maybe the weather's off because some of these events that are happening in the wizarding mm-hmm. world, you know? yeah. Perhaps there's some stuff going on. They, later in the series, we find out mysterious fogs and and storms brewing and mm-hmm. things that are are perceived. Um,
1: right, right, right. They, they mm-hmm. crop
2: up because of the wizarding because world.
1: Because of the, yeah, the um, Dementors, they can't see in in six, I think, in book six.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. There's exactly. mist
1: in in July or something. And they're like, oh, how? <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Yep yeah so.
2: okay all right on 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 to uh dumbledore and his deluminator and all the things that are going on with that what the heck is that thing by the way
1: uh yeah the deluminator is an interesting every time uh, it pops tool. up
2: i get fascinated by it i'm like because he uses it in fantastic beast now i know and i don't actually understand <laughs> what this device really does and so he
1: passes on on to ron which is awesome because he can track them right he can that's how ha- that's how he found hermione and and, and harry
2: yeah yeah it's weird yeah. it's weird because it so says, it's
1: an interesting little device
2: he uses it to take out all the lights here and everything mm-hmm. and it says that a it, put if, outer a put outer yeah mm-hmm. if anyone looked out their window now even uh beady-eyed mrs dursley <laughs> wouldn't be able to see anything that was happening yeah. down on the pavement and then he put the putter outer back inside his cloak and set up mm-hmm. down the street to number 4. I love so, this encounter. <laughs> yeah, fancy seeing you here, Professor McGonagall.
1: I want to raise my hand. Yes, please. Sir. <laughs> Can I uh cuz I noted down a question that I always wondered, how did Professor McGonagall, how did Minerva mm-hmm. know Albus was going to show up there? Because I was wondering, did she know about the plan? No, she clearly did not. She was shocked when he said that. It's like, you want to, you know, they're the worst kinds of muggles. She might have known they're his family or something. But I was just wondering how, what, what, what was the, how did she know Dumbledore was going to show up there if she didn't know what the plan was? Did she think for sure he was going to talk to Mr. and Mrs. Dursley because they're Hmm. his family? Because later on, it's like, you don't mean the the muggles that live here. How come she, she, you know, watches their house all day long? She has to know, you know? so I am that's why we, it's that's a little mystery we don't really know. I was just wondering, do you have a theory why she waited all day long watching the muggles, and then she's like, "You don't want to leave him with the muggles, do you like she didn't she didn't know about it
2: yeah, so <laughs> let's see oh yes everything's- cel- um everyone's celebrating tonight. uh you'd think they'd be a bit more careful, but no, even the muggles have noticed something's going on mm-hmm. she jerked her head she jerked her head back um to the Dursleys she heard it she heard it on on the news mm-hmm. right she'd heard the flocks of of owls and shooting stars and stuff so they're not completely <laughs> stupid I am trying to remember why mm-hmm. I feel like she did know or was He uh, says fancy seeing you here
1: I know he was not it was not like they were you know they had an appointment there <laughs> They were right. not supposed to meet there. Because he
2: and Hagrid definitely do. Right, and have... how
1: does she know though? Like I, just, I was just wondering if she. Um. Yeah, yeah, like like if she at least knew. I'm pretty sure she knew that his, uh, Lily's sister lives there, because she was in the order, and Lily and James were in the order. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. she was in the original order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they knew. I don't know, they they would not know where um, the family lives. And, and she kind of maybe thought Dumbledore would show up and, and tell her about it or something. But she wasn't even sure that the Potters were really dead. So it's all like a vague mystery how she wow. knew.
2: I'd never given this much thought. And I wonder if we're missing something because I mm. feel like this would have been... Yeah. i don't know because because she does show up here she's yeah. been waiting here all day yeah. long are the rumors true she wanted to she's, ask him desperately yeah like, like are the, the, rumors the, the rumors are, are the mm-hmm. what they're saying is that last night voldemort turned up at Godric's hollow mm-hmm. he went to find the potters the rumor is that lily and james are are dead mm-hmm. uh and so then she hearing that rumor goes to petunia's
0: yeah
2: house mm-hmm. to check and see yeah it's almost like, I'm just trying to think. Yeah.
1: Maybe she was trying to figure out if they knew something. Because if she knew, okay, this is Lily's sister. I don't know why she wouldn't go direct. Hearing the rumors, she was probably afraid to go, you know, scared to go directly to Godric's Hollow. But maybe she wanted to figure out if they knew something. Or if Lily and James, maybe she hoped to see them alive there or something.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm
1: she clearly hoped to 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 meet Dumbledore she wasn't surprised when she he showed up
2: right right uh yeah, so she, okay so here's what she says at the end um they're talking about she pulled out her handkerchief she's dabbing mm. her eyes all this stuff right she's i, I love her I love her so much <laughs> um it was very it was it was a very odd watch she pulls out right it had twelve hands but no numbers instead I little planets yeah. moving around the edge so we'll come back to that mm-hmm. uh it must have made sense to, to to dumbledore though so she doesn't know what it is because mm-hmm. he put it back in his pocket and said hagrid's late i suppose uh, uh i suppose it's he who has told you that i'd be here by the way mm. there it is sweetie see i knew there was an answer yes Wait, hagrid where? hagrid told
0: <gasps> oh see i
2: felt like i had this conversation before <laughs> and i was trying to remember good um, yeah because i i knew i had had this conversation before and I was like, how do we know that Professor McGonagall is here? Well, it's yeah. Hag- Hagrid. Hagrid tells her. Sorry, that's oh, why I was reading ahead because I was trying to find it.
1: Good, 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 good job, sweetie. But I now do we like, know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I do feel like, though, that... Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Hagrid kn- tells her in this... So that that she Dumbledore
1: comes in- would be there. Yes. So she didn't know... She just watched the muggles because she knew Dumbledore was going to show up there at the well, house. She didn't know about the plan that Harry... And, the, and then
2: she hears the rumors. She, yeah. she also hears all the rumors and stuff. And then yes. so it makes sense. We're mm-hmm. talking about James and Lily, the Potter boy. Oh, he, mm-hmm. he's going to be at Petunia's house. So then she goes to check out Petunia. So she might have just known... All, all, all Hagrid might have said is like, you, you know how you can get stuff from Hagrid? Like all mm-hmm. the time, the kids are getting stuff out of him and yeah. he slips up. He's like, well, he'll be over at Petunia's later. T- I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Right. I shouldn't have said that. And then boom, she's off. and Oh,
1: that was perfect. Right. And then she, yeah.
2: she, she's running over there. So she doesn't know why, but she needs to talk to Dumbledore. She's mm-hmm. going to get there. And then on the way, it's just too hard not to notice everyone else talking about, you know, what's going on. So, and she's like, yeah. So it has something to do with the Potters and it, it kind of adds up. See, I knew it I, I, I knew I was talking, I, w- I had mentioned this before, this has come up um, numerous yeah. times, because as Good you're reading, you're, you're like, what the heck?
1: <laughs> that's all, that, that's what a book club's all about, like, you know, uh, sharing our thoughts and maybe pu- puzzling yeah, pu- it together. What? <laughs> yeah,
2: c- uh, puzzling it together, yes. Because yeah. I, 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 I there's so many different things that later in the series that I don't remember, and I'm excited to get mm-hmm. to those things, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I me beyond book three, I really have a lot of things I don't I don't remember and stuff, so yeah Sweetie, yeah
1: would, would you care for a lemon drop oh, <laughs> oh yes <A> relief. <laughs> oh my gosh Just getting the feels here no that's awesome okay so we know um yeah hagrid told her give, gave her a hint it, we don't know uh by accident or really like talk to her and say hey you you want to meet dumbledore there but funny that dumbledore knows <laughs> like,
2: like hagrid right okay
1: i know but another more like on the funny side Mm. how did Dumbledore get there? And I ask this question because, you know, like he pops up, like it's almost like he, you know, grew out of the ground or whatever. But th- we kind of connect that to, okay, he probably apparated there. But then he says, mm. you know, like Professor McGonagall kind of says, hey, you beast of two, have you been sitting on the brick wall all day? And um, hey, uh, Dumbledore says all day. When you could have been celebrating, it must—I must have passed a dozen feasts and parties on my way here. And I was like, "Oh uh, yeah." If you operate there, how did you pass parties? He passed them, but
2: through space and time.
1: So here's my theory on that. Okay. If he's, you know, at Hogwarts, yeah, you can't. I mean, Dumbledore—he kind of can. We don't really know. It's also a mystery. Right, they change it uh, in the movies. But normally, yeah. you cannot uh, operate at Hogwarts on Hogwarts grounds. For sure. So, I my theory is he used flu powder... And on the way, you know, like how it's described, I think like the yeah, kind so of you see like different gates. The the gates, the the um fireplaces for sure. Yeah. And he, I feel like he passed like all these fireplaces where there's like parties going on and people like hugging each other and toasting yeah. and.
2: Well, well, maybe he went to someone's <laughs> uh, particular person's house. It would be interesting to know his yeah. his events because Dumbledore yeah. is a man that moves around mm-hmm. and 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 does stuff. I mean, he sends Hagrid to. Like they're there, kind of checking in, and mm-hmm. Hagrid's supposed to bring him on the motorbike. Well, yeah, like you feel
1: like he's busy and he's been to a different place. He's such a in, an important figure, right? That when in an event like that, he would definitely see other people to, you know. Well, here's something yeah. to, think,
2: to to think about. Clearly, like Sirius Black gave like the the motorbike comes from Sirius Black, mm-hmm. and Sirius Black at this time is on his way to get Peter Pettigrew,
1: <gasps> right? Oh, I was going to ask that next. Oh, really? That's, <laughs> That's one so of your cool. things. Yeah, yeah. That, when Hagrid says. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I was um I was gonna ask you because I didn't cl- fully remember if yeah he was going to go to 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 you know the the incident didn't just happen but it's going to happen right so when Hagrid so. met him it he kind of put two and two together and he was on his way to Peter what what th- he didn't need the motorcycle for that or something he's like yeah Hagrid you can have it you can, and he, he left it, yeah. too right right and too. that's when. I think in in the um, prisoner book, Hagrid talks about this a little bit in right. detail. Yeah, yeah, because yeah.
2: everyone's celebrating right now and mm-hmm. stuff, and then it's it's going to be he's mm-hmm. he's uh, he's uh, a little yeah. I, I feel like there's things that Dumbledore was still kind of clearing mm-hmm. up, checking yeah. in on people. Maybe yeah. you know you you're, like you're rounding mm-hmm. up some of the other some of Voldemort's followers. Just because he was defeated at, at uh, Godric's Hollow doesn't mean yeah. that they all didn't need to then go be taken out or captured, mm-hmm. i feel like he just who knows what all freaking dumbledore did <laughs> on this day and i, I just think yep. it's awesome to kind of speculate and think about mm-hmm. me um, too but yeah definitely we have the we have the bike and then we know serious but it's it's interesting to do a reread and think about where they're going because i haven't really so sometimes you just listen to listen and i'm like just tell me what's going on and then i don't mm-hmm. really analyze it as much or, or think about uh the way things unfold and how they're connected to stuff later but mm-hmm. it is cool to go back and, and reflect on that so yeah
1: totally and um, I think it's cool when um. So um, Dumbledore and and McGonagall talk a little bit, and you can, you know, like sometimes it's like yeah, this is the opening of the book, and when you read it now, you're like yeah, McGonagall and Dumbledore have been friends for so long. Like sometimes you could argue, oh why? Uh, he probably has seen her as a cat, like because she asks, oh how did you know it was me? You know, like stuff like that. But I would not. Yeah, well, it's it's it's, yeah. it's an introduction of the characters, so I know now you could go back and say, yeah, you know, like that doesn't make sense, blah blah blah. But I think it's good because we, their conversation, we learn more about them about Dumbledore's oddities with the with lemon drops and yes, he, yes. T- I think it's cool when um she mentions um that you know like um the they talk about the name you know who, and Voldemort, and, and that, McGonagall still doesn't want to say it, and Dumbledore's like, I don't understand it, P- I, he wants people to say the name, and McGonagall says, you know, you're the only one, who kind of, you're not frightened by him, because, you know, you're powerful, as, uh, you're the only one who could kind of take him on. Yeah, that he um, feared, right, you're the right. only one that, that Voldemort that feared. That he feared, yes, yeah. Voldemort feared, and then Dumbledore says, Voldemort had powers, I'll never have, and, Minerva replies, well, you're just too noble to use. You do, but you're too noble to use them. And I Let's think it's a cool connection to Fantastic Beasts and Kronenwald and mm-hmm. how, you know, his whole story, he does have the power, mm-hmm. but he, along the way, chose not to use them yeah, in that way. Choose,
2: yeah, absolutely. And absolutely.
1: Minerva knows that.
2: She does. She knows <laughs> he's a great, powerful wizard, and he mm-hmm. knows all those things and could, could tap into it, could yeah. use it, but does not. And actually, it shows a... We'll, we'll, yeah we find later, and we know this with our heroes and people who choose to, mm. to serve the light and fight for the light. that's harder sometimes, and' it's actually it takes more courage, it takes mm. more strength uh to actually tap into use those powers, yeah, yeah, not the easy ones, not the right
1: seductive ones or exactly whatever. yes so that's a good yeah good point. it's kind of cute how he says you know like he 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 would be he, blushing. He, he agrees like he knows he has the power and he's like you know blushing. And it's like, he, he's like, I haven't blushed so much since Madame Pomfrey told me she liked my new earmuffs. Oh and he's my like gosh. this old guy, like, you know, a little bit of flirty tone with yeah. the old ladies yeah. here. It's, it's kind of, it's, just, it's cute. I think it's cute. <laughs> it is
2: cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and poor Hagrid though, he's, he is, he's sad, you know, oh, yeah. he starts to cry about all of this. And, and so they're trying to like, they don't want him to wake up the neighborhood. He is mm-hmm. rather loud. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, so in, in in terms of creating it's these really really cool characters, Dumbledore, McGonagall, Hagrid, these characters that will be around him and surrounding Harry f- throughout the series, mm-hmm. we we figure out their personalities. We know we we do a lot in one chapter to grow and develop these characters. Yes, and understand that Hagrid's going to let some things slide. He's going to let some information out. He's also a guy who cares. Dumbledore trusts him with his life. So mm-hmm. even when later on in books we. Should we be trusting Hagrid? Like, he's kind of half giant. Like, that's I not. Well, know, you know. Dumbledore trusts him, and then he's got this fancy watch. You want to talk about the watch, by the way? Yeah. Oh yeah. I yes. do. Okay. Uh,
1: do we ever see that watch again?
2: I don't know. I was actually trying to remember that myself, and I I I wonder if it was more like the hands. He's like, mm-hmm. Hagrid's late, but it had like different planets and different things. Yeah. And it was it was what is he looking at?
1: I mean, we know See, I, I feel like so we know that uh, the Weasleys have a different clock, right? It mm-hmm. shows them like is, are they where they are at? Are and, they are in they peril? Danger? Yeah, yeah. yeah, And this reminds me more of kind of like the Firenze's, uh classroom where they yes. look at stars. The
2: stars, yeah, yeah. And this Planets is and
1: yeah, this is like, like you know astrology. almost like yeah. prediction. I don't know if it has anything to do with it. I and, and we don't know we're not supposed to know i'm gonna tell
2: you right now that's exactly mm-hmm. what i was actually thinking mm-hmm. though because again if you guys know or if you if you re- if this is brought up again later and we, we learn more about this let me know because mm-hmm. I, you always wonder how does dumbledore know what he knows yeah all this stuff there's something that he can almost like he mm-hmm. can foresee events in some way right. actually in fantastic beasts i feel like he's doing the same thing he I can like we, look ahead in the future know I know that that the stuff, is
1: but, a seer yeah but we get the feeling that Dumbledore also knows more than he lets on.
2: Yeah, for sure. He he definitely does. He somehow has information mm-hmm. that, yeah, he's he's figured out. And yeah, anyway. So yep, we could theorize about Inter- that. And, and interesting, and the watch. interesting clock. Doesn't he pull out the watch in Fantastic Beasts in the movie and look at it?
1: Oh,
2: <gasps> I think he does.
1: That would be such a cool Easter egg. I yeah. could
2: be wrong, but we'll have to go back. The and look.
1: watch that he pulled out the first chapter. D- that'd be cool. But doesn't he? I
2: think like he pulls out a watch and looks at it and puts it back.
1: I'm trying to remember if he did that in the movie. Maybe in not. The,
2: Maybe I'm just in my head making that up, and it would sound really, it'd be really cool. But
1: I feel like that too, though.
2: Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up his watch while we move ahead. Please here. do.
1: I just want to talk about um, so Hagrid shows up, right? And two things about Hagrid. I'm trying to find the uh, um, the exact line here because uh, I clearly remember when um, I read this as a child. First time I read this here. <laughs> The description of Hagrid, he looked simply too big to be allowed and so wild, long tangles of bushy black hair and beard hid most of his face. He had hands the size of trash can lids and his feet in their leather boots were like baby dolphins. And I remember (laughs) when I first read this as a kid, I was like, hands the size of trash can lids. And I went into the kitchen, I kid you not, to kind of get a picture, hold my hand up to the trash can to see what? how big Hagrid's hands would be. <laughs> I vividly remember that. Are you serious? Yes. And it's like, I read it in German, and it was like, seine Hände waren so groß wie Mülleimerdeckel. Okay,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, And I was just like amazed by that comparison of hands and trash can lids and yeah i I just thought it was cool and um and the tra- the, the cool line here is when you know mcgonagall kind of she's just not sure about trusting hagrid with such a task and dumbledore's right, like right. right away he's like i would trust hagrid with my life right yes. and i think that's exactly who hagrid is and i think this is a mistake he should have been in hufflepuff I looked it up yesterday. He was a Gryffindor. Maybe he values, you know, courage more. But he is, to me, he's, he's a true Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff spirit. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. But I just want to throw that out there. Hagrid, to me, is like this heartless, you know, p- person with heart in his right place. Loyal. Yeah. Like, that's yes, his spirit. He, he is. is super loyal. And people have argued that someone like Bellatrix is should be a Hufflepuff
2: really mm-hmm. that's interesting yes and just i think that's of her an interesting and dedication perspective to, yeah
1: because it's what you value and hagrid he is so even though he makes mistakes he uh, you know he says things he shouldn't yeah, and, yeah yeah yeah, yes but he is super loyal and i i just vote for him being half above so that's wow. all i want to say <laughs>
2: that's that awesome no I, I, like, I like kind of theorizing as to you know different houses they could have been in or or you know hat stall situations mm-hmm. and stuff i think it's fun so uh just so you guys know we've i've just decided made the executive call here i found mm-hmm. a lot about dumbledore's watch and oh my goodness we'll Let's do hear it we'll do a se- we're gonna do a second uh part two
1: okay episode.
2: it's its whole thing it's a whole thing so it's gonna be we'll have uh we'll have a couple things now okay lined give us up a Essentially, there are some theories. He does pull Mm -hmm. this watch out at a very important moment later on in the series. It appears twice. uh, Yeah, that
1: is so cool. I'm so excited right now. I know,
2: (laughs) I know. And there's different theories about it. And I think I got to go back and check. But he might have pulled it out during Fantastic beast So we'll check that before we, you know, we'll, we'll do the research for you guys, and then and then we'll. We'll come back and do a little special episode. Mm-hmm. Uh other over on Patreon or Apple Premium or something, yes. we'll we'll kind of throw a couple out there for you guys. So
1: Okay. That's <sighs> awesome.
2: That is cool. Okay. All right. Uh yeah, so I guess we we're getting close to the end of this chapter, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um
1: We meet Hagrid, so um
2: He's crying. oh this is kinda of jumped to the part where unless you have do you have other notes uh, uh-huh. leading up to that about um mm.
1: Um just one more <laughs> Dumbledore's oddity he he clearly is someone we should think he's he's weird but his he's awesome and in this chapter we get introduced to him and he's like he pulls out this weird watch he enjoys his lemon drops Uh and then his comment about the scar when McGonagall's like oh "Oh, he's gonna have that scar for the rest of his life and can't we do anything about it and he's like even if I could I wouldn't. Scars can come in handy. I have one myself above my left knee. That is a perfect map of the London Underground.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. And y- you know what? I mean, can I say something just yes? for a hot second about scars? Please. Oh yeah, please. Because I actually I know against some people, and it just it, it just depends. I, I I totally understand. Like if you have a scar on your face, or you've got a really disfiguring kind of um scar, and that that can be cause depression and different things like that. Because let me tell you right now, sweetie, I have over 22. You know this. Mm-hmm. I have over 22 yeah. different scars on my body from operations and mm-hmm. things and stuff that I had growing up as as, as a kid. I had yeah. a, a bone disease, really. Yeah. I was uh, diagnosed with that. Still played sports. I was a rascal, ran around, did everything. <laughs> you know, but I mean, yeah. I actually truly believe my scars kind of made me who I am. Yeah. And that going through all of those things and life experiences, mm-hmm. um, they definitely shifted my... I just, just who I am as a person. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. And so I I always found it interesting that he said this, that he'll Mm -hmm. have that scar forever um, and that they can be useful and that Mm -hmm. they can be great teachers of stuff. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. again, if you, if you do something and you make a mistake and you, you fell down somewhere as a kid, you got a boo boo, you learn, don't you? I mean, you learn from that as small as that is, you, you, you're like, oh, wow. Okay. I need to like, be careful here or do this or do that or. Or this was a time where I was super brave and did something. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they they remind you of stuff. And again, they they can also be things that are that happened to you that were horrible. Yeah. You know the the, the, the scars are very interesting. And yeah. I think as somebody who has a lot of them, I uh for from different you know
1: they visibly changed you forever. Yeah, again,
2: yeah. even emotional scars, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like when you when you look at all of that um, emotional things that you go through, spiritual things, oh, yeah. whatever it might be, those things can. Can also affect who you yeah. are, we were talking about petunia for crying yeah. out loud, yeah. you know and carrying, and how does that how does that affect you mm-hmm. um, so it 's not like they're they're all going to be entirely useful it's just interesting I guess to to think about mm-hmm. scars and the experience they provide, yeah, well, yeah, I
1: guess what he's trying to say here is also don't ignore them, don't try to get rid of them and never look at them again, but try to acknowledge them that they're there. And, yeah, this happened. You know, what this do I happen- do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, how, how do I? And and look at them as try to find some value that's from where it. your body healed? Yeah. And yeah. I know this yeah. is more. I mean, with Harry, it's more this connection later on to Voldemort through the scar, kind of, is important. So we don't know if he's he has some foresight into that that it comes in. You know, has sure. a very important yeah. role later on. Everything's also, got layers with Dumbledore. I know, but also like him referring to his own scar. It's like come in handy but but looking at them and not like trying to get you know that we want to get rid of them and to pretend they were never there mm-hmm. yeah no you you acknowledge them yeah yep yeah.
2: absolutely so uh, yeah i'm glad you brought that up because i i've mm-hmm. always when i remember when i first read this as a kid i was mm-hmm. like wow yeah i've got scars and i used yeah. to think that they i used to pretend this is gonna sound so silly i can't believe i was sharing this but when i was little you know f- first of all what helped when i was in a wheelchair i was on crutches or whatever i would think about the force and even though i couldn't walk and i couldn't do different things i felt like i had the power to do anything and everything mm-hmm. right i was like no through the force, i can do anything right and so yeah. i love the daydream and, and imagine that and then i felt like um at one point it was my mom again who definitely gave me all these powers yeah. and and taught me that like your scars have power and this is before we yeah. didn't win we we red harry potter or anything, yeah but like they were they were kind of like things that I imagined me going on great adventures and I got, yeah. I was in this battle and I saved people and I did this. And, did, you yeah. know, as a kid, I always had like a stick and I was always out there pretending like I was fighting one person that would jump around and fight, be the other person and, mm-hmm. and stuff. And so yeah. they became, um, you know, for me, I guess sort of one of a, just a, a fun, a, a turn it into something different, you know? Yeah. So I'm just, it was cool when I read this and I thought about that. I was like, yeah, my scars have power too. Yeah, that's awesome. Even though he doesn't directly say that, as this goes on, his scar hurts. What's up with his scar? He's got a scar on his, Mm -hmm. on his, on his, his, he's called freaking Scarhead by Draco Malfoy. (laughs) People would try to make fun of you for it. He's got a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. But But
1: I bet, you know, I bet, and I know we would, you know, we're a couples podcast and we want to, you know, have have a lot of things from a couple's perspective. And I feel like later on, um, I honestly, I love your scars. It sounds weird, but I do. And I bet Ginny loves his scar. And, you know, yeah. he, I, I just imagine her gently kissing his scar. And yeah. just like, you know, this yeah, is who because you are.
2: It is who you are. And it's just like, that's that's the thing. And they
1: do, don't, don't don't say, not saying they define you. They don't define you, but they are part of you. That's all I want to say.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. I know. And it's it's sort of a sensitive topic sometimes yeah. with, yes. with people. Um, I want to say that, yeah. And, and so we, we definitely understand that. but But, I mean, I just wanted to share my kind of thought and perspective on it um and yeah i appreciate that because yeah. because you know i was i can remember when we first met i was like nervous about e- e- yeah. even even though i've gotten over that it wasn't some- mm-hmm. something i had any anxiety with like mm-hmm. for years and years and years i'm like meeting you and i just want because it, whether it's a scar or any aspect of you as a person you want yeah. that other person to like yes. hey so hopefully this is okay yeah. too you know what i mean like yeah. it's so cool when you find your person and you feel yes. feel good about it so <laughs> yeah. anyway all right all right sorry 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 we're getting a little yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, I just, I just, I just thought it was there, kind
1: of. Yeah. <laughs> um
2: But okay, this this kind of wraps up though with really just um, Hagrid uh, being being kind of um, you know emotional emotional yeah. about leaving Harry oh, here yeah. and yes. and stuff. So. She's so weird. Uh, and and
1: McGonagall is too. They all kind of leave, I mean, they all kind of leave in tears because she's just. Um, Um, where her she's blowing her nose when they say goodbye. Oh, sure, yeah. So she's in tears too, and it is sad.
2: Yeah, it is. It is really kind of a, and they're the ones sharing this moment, right? Everyone else is celebrating, and Hagrid and Dumbledore McGonagall are are crying. Yeah, I just
1: yep. That's the last thing I my last note here, which I noticed was pretty cool that they all three of them. So they had that little bundle with (laughs) Harry in it. Mm -hmm. Um and uh put it down on the floor and for a full minute the three of them stood and looked at the little bundle for a full minute like people take a set your alarm and take a full minute and then you see how long that is especially if you're in company like people you know some people have it's hard to be silent in company sometimes because you feel like you want to you know say something you fill up every moment yes yeah yeah. yeah. but a full minute of three people just standing there and they it's not like they agreed on you know let's have a minute in silence but they just stood there and looked yeah because they knew it was the
2: end this was the final moment before they passed him off and they they just there's really kind of a bond around these three yeah you know here taking this moment Mm -hmm. with with harry and i feel like even as a small child like that's that's in your spirit it's in your spirit memory or something Mm. you know what I mean because they're there looking over him protecting and taking care of him oh yeah and hair you mean in Harry's in Harry's spirit you know what I mean just to to kind of feel that it's almost like as you grow up like well that's a spirit I kind of like like I there's something you know you can't always explain those things or whatever but yeah there's just that's really just cool that they shared that moment um with him
1: and like I mean I imagine Minerva having those motherly feelings a little bit. Oh, and, she probably and, bought her eyes out later. <laughs> and and Hagrid having like, you know, either like fatherly or older brotherly feelings for Harry, some yeah. c- something around Uncle, that. Yeah. Uncle or he loved Harry from the moment he met him. Yeah. He was his his guardian, his protector from protector. The, when he yes. was there alone yep. in the house. His parents were dead. And Hagrid he got him.
0: I know. I know. You know? Trust me I mean just think
1: know. about it. Not serious black, but Hagrid.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's... I mean
1: yeah serious was there too, but
2: and serious does care hundred percent too exactly oh, yeah, but yeah like yeah. you have this this group of of people surrounding this boy saying we we want to protect him and take yeah. care of him, and they already were trying everything yeah. they could to protect this family so. and that they they're betrayed, you know, it's just like, uh, mm-hmm. it's just so sad, but it is. um,
1: and then they just leave them like, there <laughs> last little note here, sorry, I just like earlier when hagrid's like uh sorry when dumbledore's like yeah it's you know this is the best place for him his aunt and uncle will be able to explain everything to him when he's older i've written them a letter yeah and minerva's reaction is a letter mm-hmm. a letter and i honestly think like Leaving little Harry there on the doorstep, I mean, it all you know, for a story, it makes sense. And right. but it's like, imagine just leaving him there with a letter. And I think her reaction is pretty, um, yeah, pretty he, on point. It's on point, yeah. This is sort of <laughs> a letter. Only,
2: only a crazy, yeah. uh, you know. So we always
1: wonder, there. yeah, what would have happened if he, you know, knocked on their door and explained everything? They he probably th- like. He probably knew they would have turned him away. They would have just given him back the baby. And they, he feels like this way they have no choice really. And he thought they would not be as cruel and just, you know, give him away or dump him somewhere. Yeah, like, for sure. Like that's, they are horrible people, but they would never like kill a baby or something.
2: No, and it, you wonder too, we don't really ever get into this, but you, you wonder yeah. if Petunia had like a moment.
1: I bet Re- she did. You know I, I mean? mean, she didn't Where, know. Like- that's how she found out they were dead
2: how did, exactly how did she feel directly after that that we never really talk no. about it, it's never really explored no because the next
1: moment is 10 years later 10 years
2: later yeah I, I, I really truly bet for a moment she even when vernon went to work and he's sort of like less connected to it mm. i guarantee she had some reflection some moments of sorrow and just sort of like staring off into space like she's gone yeah. and i never said oh. anything you know what i yeah.
1: mean like the, uh, did she have any regrets not talking? right yeah
2: right anyway Wow. Okay.
1: There we go, friends. Uh,
2: (laughs) There we go. Chapter one.
1: I love, I love it so much. I'm so glad we decided to do that. I love talking about, you know, deeper things in in the chapter and making the connections to later events and just wondering about how different people's perspective and how they feel. And it's just awesome. It's just so cool. Agreed. (laughs) Um. Yeah, but... Um,
2: well, friends, that is it. Yeah, that's it for the for the uh, reread for the chapter this week. <laughs> and I chapter. think it's um, it was good. It was fun. Sorry, it was a little bit long, and we kind of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we are in the future, just so you guys know. We, we probably will. I don't know. If you guys make connections, one of the coolest things mm-hmm. I, I, I like to hear are stories, and I like to hear people's connection to mm-hmm. the text and even their real life. And often with my students, I want them to... How does this connect to you? Like, how do you... Because it helps you remember it more. It helps yes. you sort of process it and... Uh, makes it more applicable to our mm-hmm. real life and stuff. So I always want my students, like, you know, is there anything that you can kind of find a connection to right. in, in some way? And sometimes it's like we're doing time period pieces where it's yeah. a whole different time. This is a fantasy world, right? This is, mm-hmm. uh, but based in like the muggle world and a wizarding world. You know? Exactly. So it's, it's such an uh, interesting thing. So it to, is. To make connections is fun, I think. Yeah, it is. Uh,
1: Absolutely. And... Again, if you don't want to, if you never feel comfortable, you're like, oh, I, I would never, you know, come on a podcast and talk. That's not for me. But if you want to leave your thoughts on, you know, you kind of yeah, know, okay, next down, time whatever. we have chapter yeah. two or even like thoughts on this chapter, like we would love to hear different perspectives and, and thoughts on the it, chapter. If you're thinking <laughs> ahead
2: and you're like, I got something for chapter six and you're listening now and you yes. want you want that, cool, Please. do that. <laughs> uh, and as, as, as I said before, we will also probably add in a reflection section at some point where we reflect back on other chapters. Mm -hmm. And that's just thoughts that we get from people down the line, whether it's a year later or whatever, and they send us a thought uh, about chapter one and a connection. I think it's really cool, especially as you get deeper into the series, you forget some of the stuff. Just like right now, as we're at the beginning, it's sort of hard to think about stuff at the end because Mm we started here at the beginning, but then it's nice to kind of do both, right? Sort of be in the moment look and reflect forward you know think forward and then also reflect backwards too right. so it's just it's it's fun so don't ever shy away from sending those in you can yes. always send those in to Fleur and bill at gmail.com
1: mm-hmm. so. yeah
2: all right Alrighty. here we go on to our next section
1: the uh, advice of the week
2: i love this music
1: It's called Chinese Wisdom.
2: (laughs) It's very soothing. I know. And it's making me feel wiser.
1: I know. I don't know why,
2: but it does, you know? (laughs) So, all right, what do we got? What do you got?
1: Today, um, it's kind of like uh, more about part one of the chapter as a reminder. Okay. Because we talked about how you know the dursleys are not very likable mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. people who are you know don't seem very nice don't seem like a cool company to have around yeah honestly but um there's just so many different kinds of people and ideas out there and even if we don't agree or we don't always feel comfortable in each other's company i think we should at least like you know I don't know. It's kind of utopian thought, but like at least aim to 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 get along peacefully with those people. And and we are. I think our spirits are more like we want other people to feel comfortable around us. So we yeah. have like it feels like easier. Okay, if there's someone whose energy doesn't really match ours, then we kind of we're still respectful. We let them do their thing. Yeah, yeah, because. Yeah. We don't want to, we don't, we barely ever go on head on collisions with people, right? So, all I want to say is just, you know, challenge everyone to just be nice to those people too. Because we don't know if that kindness or that moment of being nice instead of trying to go on head on collisions with them will change something in them. And if, I know it seems weird, but we don't know. Like if someone had been nicer to Petunia along the way, maybe she would have turned it out differently. We don't well, know.
0: Well, yeah.
2: And the other thing, too, is interesting. And, and I think sometimes it, even if we take it away from Petunia and, and Vernon, you know, because, again, people have really established thoughts on, on this. But, but if we take it away from those people yes. and you look at different types of people, um, I'm always trying to encourage my, my students to work in a group. You know, work mm-hmm. together. You guys work in your offices. You mm-hmm. have a team to to work together with. Yeah, and it's like it's good to have the people who do challenge us and who move mm-hmm. us along and oh, yeah. and whatever. So I guess trying to find um, <laughs> different like, say we're still dealing with a little sadness. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, but it's it's good to kind of like encourage one another and and find value in the different types of you know personalities and just kind of where people are are at and find yes. value in that. But at the same yep. time, if it's something you don't really like we still want to try to be nice to those people to right. an extent. I mean, you don't also want to um, put yourself in a situation where you are
1: yeah, no, no. Don't have taking push any you, of any of their yeah, no, abuse no, no, or whatever. No. Yeah. yeah. But
2: at the same point in time, when and where you can, I always feel like kindness is, is, is the way forward and mm-hmm. it's a way to learn and mm-hmm. more people would actually be able to like, we could come together and, and acknowledge, listen to other people's viewpoints and stuff. If you came at it with an educational tone and yeah. not sort of a, Railing on each other, mm-hmm. sort of sort, sort of thing. So I, t- I try to tell. And again, I work in education, and even in uh, among teachers, we have a problem sometimes communicating with each other about uh-huh. like different philosophies of education versus yeah. educating your fellow educator. Yeah. Uh, we get in fights over it too. Yeah. So it's like it's it's normal. It happens. It is what it is. But uh, I think it's good to reflect on it. And try to always improve. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. And and i, I all and- of our little advice advice of the week, and I. I <laughs> I think these are good. These are little things that you learn from the chapter and things yes. that we just kind of, um, we, you, you guys already know a lot of this stuff and everything. It's just good. We know it too. It's a, why do we it's listen to, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a reminder. We listen to motivational podcasts and inspirational mm-hmm. talks simply to remind you and to surround yourself right. with it. Right. Um,
1: and yeah, it, it's more something, okay. You, you, you strive towards that. You never, it's not like we're not perfect we have our moments Heck too no. like it's just a reminder <laughs> on okay we tried to, to, i have a low road rage like deal with that. you know <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> yeah so no 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 it's just really to say okay most like 90% of the time we really try to still be respectful and um yeah just you know kind of again acknowledge that there is people who think differently um we can feel sad for them sure. that they don't have this uh excitement and happiness and imagination in their lives but still be respectful to them kind of yeah 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 as as long as you can't you know as long as they don't act like we said it before yeah (laughs) they yeah don't let other people push you around (laughs) wow he's getting all fired up over here guys yeah i know i'm just trying to phrase it right so don't i know
2: i know i know yeah so (laughs) uh okay cool i love it thank you so much for tuning in this week, this is awesome. Yes. Uh, we've had a blast, and it was it was good to kind of get all this out. Uh, some episodes will be shorter, some will be longer. We have no idea; it just depends on what we get into. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying it. Uh, by the way, again, as long as it's not rudeness, if you guys have thoughts and, and things you want to kind of uh, send in to improve the show or whatever, we're always we're always welcoming mm-hmm. those. A review, we'll read any review on the show. Yes. Uh, clearly, we'll feature your your emails as well too, as long as it's nothing like you know inappropriate or whatever. We we definitely family friendly uh, podcast here, yeah. so. Uh, feel free to send those in. We want to share your thoughts and amplify uh, your your thing. We had mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show that we want to do something in, in the future, mm-hmm. whether it's two to three chapters or, or whenever we want to mm-hmm. establish a time and a date that we could kind of consistently pull together a little book club. Yeah. Um, so Lottie and I are, by the way, just so you guys know openly, our goals are to keep doing the podcast, the, the the whole thing. This is sort of our yeah. lifelong little project that we're working on with our little family and our cozy little cottage <laughs> and we're content creators. She works on our art skills and has a whole thing that she's working on. Uh, I work on other podcast projects and stuff. So, yeah. you know, it is sort of our goal to, to, to do more of this and, and to try to provide some value in the, mm-hmm. in the Potter community and, yes. and to create a little community ar- around, exactly. um, a, a, like a family friendly thing that you can listen to in the car. You can listen to at work, uh, Hopefully, it, it inspires you or makes you laugh, or just it's something to listen to. Get right. you through the week, you know? So, and with that, though, we will provide extra content. Again, mm-hmm. no, no, a lot of times I'll drop even free episodes too if people just subscribe on mm-hmm. Apple Premium if you have the Apple uh, device there and you want to listen to one of our our bonus episodes. Literally, I think all you have to do is just subscribe. So it's kind of free to just do that portion. And then we'll have Mm -hmm. another portion that is sort of to support the podcast if you would like. And again, no, no, no pressure. We'll still read stuff on the show. You're still welcome to send in stuff and and get shout outs on the show and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the extra bits do just take a little bit of extra effort. And, you know it'd be kind of fun to to meet new friends that way and and have people come on and and share their stuff and i often think hmm. of people who have like etsy shops or other projects or things that they oh, want to yes. if you have a candle shop whatever it might be I if you're it. if you're into that we get a lot of people who follow us for that uh reason mm-hmm. and so if you also had uh, like thoughts on potter but then wanted to sort of um drop your yeah drop your yeah, whatever your it might be shop or your, yep. exactly exactly because we're all about supporting i support a lot of different content creators on patreon i support uh different projects and giving shout outs and i always want to do that especially just we're going to be going to to the wizarding what, what, what do they call it not potter fest but wizarding <laughs> world of kent
1: wizardly world of kent.
2: wizardly world of kent so that's in I kent think. ohio it's gonna be coming up in <laughs> july and uh our our friends from from swish and flick will be up there they're gonna be doing a costume competition and everything But I love seeing all the different content creators up there. Yeah. There's tons of them. There are people who do face paintings, who do artwork, who do stitching and who do make custom uh, pins and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So that's... I I really enjoy uh, supporting people in their little side hustle, their little business and stuff like that. So... Uh we are those people, and we will support you and if you want to support us we we, we would love it you know and so I just wanted to yeah. throw it out there mm-hmm. uh it's kind of an awkward thing to throw it sometimes, but still uh, it's it's what we're working on yeah and and trying to make it happen so all right, wow we made we didn't even take a bathroom break. I know. <laughs> I feel like you're you over there. I feel say, I can I'm see like, that we're at the yeah we're at the end of the show here. Lottie wants to do the outro, right, so I'm we like, can uh, we can do it. So, bathroom, all bathroom. right, friends. Well, that's it. I guess I'll let her off the hook here. Um, that's all for this week. Thank you for tuning into Shell Cottage Radio ninety four point seven COZY. We hope that you'll join us in the future. We do thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive potter people that don't behave like babbling bumbling bands of baboons wow if you don't want to miss the next episode then be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review follow us on social media at fleur and bill
1: next time we're going to talk about chapter two of harry potter and the philosopher's stone the vanishing glass so don't miss out on next week's episode Again, thanks for joining Blur's book club in their shell, little shell cottage today. We know it's not much, but it's home.